leaguers and welcome to episode number 62 of sunday league the podcast my name is boski and i'm your favorite professional sunday leaguer the cooks are on the hot stove it was recently hot dog and tequila day nationwide to my left i have the one and only the only angels fan that i actually like <laughs> daniel from the all angels podcast well wow, I, I feel so honored i didn't know that um now i feel like i belong <laughs> you know, I kind of lied. I do have a friend. Oh, okay. He's the only other. Oh, yeah, that's that right. You try to. Uh, I think you told me that too when I went to an Angel game one time, and you're like, "Oh, my, my boy's an Angel fan, and he really likes your stuff too." I was like, "Oh, damn! See, you got more than a, just more than one." Indeed. And uh, to my right, making his epic return, the man, dun, the dun, myth, dun. the catcher, formerly known as the Great Wall of Guatemala. The D H. Hey, thank you, thank you for having me back, Boski. And by the way, there's a lot more Angels fans that I know that I like, and I have to like them all because otherwise they'd never let me in their house. Oh, Ooh. that's the only thing about and. Southern California, I guess, too, because you're a Seattle fan. Yeah. And it's a little more, a little more tension. There, I love going will. to Angel Stadium, therefore I love all their fans. There you you're go, all my friends. All I love your you fans. all. I love you all. No, you know what? Angels fans are pretty dope, man. They're not hostile. They're not hostile. And honestly, and I, and. From my past experience, uh, was it two weeks ago going up to Seattle, I can say the same thing about Seattle fans. You know, not uh, there were a, a bit of Angel fans up there, but not like a ton. But you know, I, I didn't catch any grief or anything like that. Of so, course, yeah. So we, I, I feel the same way about Seattle fans. There's nothing for Mariner fans to defend, <laughs> but You're, maybe there is. But there, I, I, I mean, there I, might be in the future, th- maybe. Exactly. But right mm-hmm. now, we, yeah, we're friendly people. We'll get yeah, along with yeah. everybody because otherwise, without friends, we'd be lonely as hell. I, I, I did notice too the banners that are hung up, and I always feel like with the angels, like oh, it feels kind of just whatever. We got like one, you know, pennant, one, mm-hmm. one uh, <laughs> World Series win, and I go to, I go, I go to Seattle, and I'm like, wow, they got the hundred and whatever wins. That's cool, but then after that's like. <laughs> Not much that's else. Where, okay. That's where Angel fans go to feel better for themselves. And, that's right. a, and it worked. That was a, that's why it was a great vacation. <laughs> yep. Friends, yep. how many of us have them, right? I know, right? Let's go around the horn, guys. DH, what you drinking, bro? Yo, I'm back with my uh, Coke and rum, but it's not just your regular rum. I brought the Kraken rum. Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. And yes, this is a baseball podcast. <laughs> I don't give a crap. It's all about the Seattle Kraken, baby. Welcome to the NHL. Team number 32. <laughs> evening out the odds. Oh, stupid. We got a team full of guys yeah. of names that I can't even pronounce. Neither can Marshawn Lynch, but that's cool, too. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm releasing the Kraken tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We and got, there, And there's your cross-sport reference. And for all, the we week. Need now, all we need now is a basketball team. So, Ooh. let's get the Sonics back. I was gonna say the weren't don't we isn't the the supersonics still a thing? They Boski, yeah, I forget. You know, Boski. Oh no, that's the Seattle Sounds, right? right? The Sounders are the soccer team. Yes. Oh Jesus Christ! No, the Seattle Supersonics uh, relocated to Oklahoma City and became the Thunder. 
only like oh, 10 years ago. So okay. it's not like it's a new thing. <laughs> Super Sonic. <laughs> Daniel, what you drinking, bro? Honestly, I don't know because I showed up. You poured me a glass and said, here you go. I'm guessing it's the same thing. Coke it is the same thing. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure, but the next thing I know, I look up to the cup there. So release, I'm like, All right, cool. release the Kraken. Exactly. Indeed. Uh, well, I did have a release. We're going to call it the re- a release the Kraken, right? I guess? Yeah. Sure, we could, we could do that. Uh, I did have that prior to recording, mm-hmm. but then I poured myself a Jameson Black Barrel with Coke. That's some good stuff right there. That good Jameson stuff. Black Barrel. Yeah. Shout out the old uh, uh, Fosco. What did, I, what did I call it last time? I called oh. it something. The co. Let's, let's just call co. it Roscoe. We call it the co. The co. The co. The co. The co wholesale. The co wholesale. Indeed. So let's just let's just move the the st in the middle. Let's move it to the end, and we'll call it Coco Street. Coco Street. <laughs> <laughs> that works. You guys remember for next time. <laughs> there you go, Bosey. You got that from Coco Street. Coco Street. We could do that for sure. All right. Uh, DH man. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. back, Boski. Thanks for having me back, man. <laughs> you, I heard you, you needed a pinch hitter. You were today. on the MIAL, bro. <laughs> I was. The missing in action list. Yes, I uh, was. You don't have to dive too deep into anything, but where you been, bro? No, man. You know, I, I'm just uh, just been working on some stuff with the fam. You know, uh, this week we're moving into our new house. Ooh. We, um, you know, we've been kind of working on uh, getting that finalized, and so therefore, this coming week, when this episode is released, we should know. Um, for sure that, yeah, okay, we're in. Now we just got to sign our names away and and pay the man, and there we go. So just by my focus has been right on the family, the, you know, you know getting that, that house squared away. I've been working a lot on the weekends especially. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just uh, working on some personal stuff, man. You know, what, is, uh, what does Kevin Costner say in uh, For Love of the Game? Turn on the mechanism. Clear the mechanism. Clear the mechanism. Yeah. So I, I had to take some time to clear the mechanism, but I'm back. I am back. Happy to have you back, brother. And I'm, I, and I'm ready to deliver uh, a performance for the ages. Ooh. No, not really. <laughs> is, that, is that our second ooh? <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. But, you know, uh, it's a little sad that Rube can't be in today. Yeah, uh, he's, a, he's a MIA, but we know exactly where he is. He's around in some river or something. He's, yeah. So it's actually raining on his parade right now. Oh, if you a- go check out his Instagram, yeah, he's probably. Wah, 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 I mean, I don't want to put his personal Instagram out there, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, you can, can probably, find it there if you know him. He's probably <laughs> probably chilling on a donut somewhere in the river. It's raining over there. Is it? Yes. Ah, uh, well. So because he did say last week where he was going, he's in Havasu. Uh, I mean, I don't, I've never been, so I can't speak to it. Well, you know, mm-hmm. a Rube's definitely a river rat. That's what I'm getting. That's he's like, like, Havasu is a lake. I'm sorry. Havasu's a lake. Is it a lake? Yeah, lake. Oh, it's a lake, lake, but he's a river rat though, because yeah. he likes Laughlin and shit. Yeah. So it, all, sh- it all gets fed in from the Colorado River. Yeah. Fed. Shout out to little Rube. Uh, he's not here today. Hopefully, but, he has his uh, floaties on so he doesn't drown. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know how to swim? Do you guys know how to swim? Uh, little Rube knows how to swim. Okay. That's me, good. me, myself, I don't know how to swim. Oh. I can't. I'm, 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 I'm dense, dude. I'm just, dense. I sink straight to the ground. <laughs> Solid, you know? Let me take you out. Let me take you out. We'll start in the bathtub. Ooh. We'll start in the bathtub. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Daniel, how was your week, man? How's, a whole different podcast. how's everything on the old uh, Angels uh, front? It's cool, you know? Um, during the actual week, I don't do a whole lot. Like, honestly, everything's kind of built around the game. Like, at 6.30 every night, it's like, okay, I know where I got to be. Um, so a pretty cool moment last week, last Sunday, got to see a buddy of mine, um, debut for the angels. So Brandon Marsh, Brandon Marsh. So that was, that was really cool. That was, that was a fun, got to know him back when he was in, 
Alien Empire four years ago. Got to know him really well there and kind of, again, followed him through AA, followed him through AAA, made a couple of trips to see him in AAA. Uh, and, and actually got to know his family, too, throughout the whole process. Had his mom on, like, during the pandemic, like everybody, we're, we're looking for stuff to talk about baseball-wise. Right. There's nothing going on. Mother's Day is obviously in the middle of baseball season, and with no Mother's Day game, I was like, hey, you know what? Let me reach out to a player's mom and just let's see how this goes. And so I reached out to his mom. She was great. Uh, kind of kept in contact there. Every time I had him on, she would like text me or message me like, hey, how do I? She's like, how do I get this interview? Because I don't know how to download, you know, I don't know the whole podcast thing. <laughs> right. You know, so uh, I would just end up like just straight emailing her just the like the, the raw file of it and just here, you know, don't worry about it. Here's open your email. You're good. So you don't put it on like one of those like vinyl, you know, vinyl record players <laughs> because you know that's probably the player's mom's generation right exactly <laughs> exactly or maybe the sony walkman <laughs> right the yeah sony, walkman, sony walkman, walkman with the anti-skip yeah you gotta still hold it though perfectly <laughs> flat yeah the, the, yeah. the, the this man i remember is like you just had to hold it yeah you have to make sure you have, run, if, if you're running or walking you gotta like almost like you're trying to hold the mm-hmm. pizza without tipping it over one way or the other yeah but uh, <laughs> it, it worked out great i found out that he was playing that morning I mean, it was like a one o'clock game, so I woke up around ten, found out, changed, got out there. Um, again, I kept in contact with the family, with the mom, with the sister. Uh, the sister posted something that they were, they were at the game, and so I hit them up, like, "What section are you in?" I found them, uh, hung out the whole game with them, talked with them, you know, kind of. It was cool, kind of sharing that moment. And uh, after the game, obviously, they went down to go see Brandon. I got to kind of sneak in and be like. Uh, the darkest family member there. <laughs> so, no, it was cool. It was nice. His mom, him, uh, his mom, his sister, his agent, a buddy from school, a uh, friend from, like a family friend, his his wife. So there was a good amount of people that got there last minute. They're all East Coasters. So getting over in a flight like in 24 yeah. hours is not, yeah. not easy. But it was cool. I got a couple pictures taken with him, with the family. Uh, if you know anything about Brandon Marsh's backstory real quick, he lost his father to cancer at the end of March. Uh, lost a really close friend of his a month later. Um, and so that's something we've talked about, me and Brandon have, like kind of like off the record how that is. And the, But to see him debut, to see him take it all in with his family, and he even said so when the family met him there, uh, taking pictures after the game, how it hit. It hit him then. And it was cool just to be part of like uh, something special like that. They kind of they all broke down. It was cool. But that was a lot of fun. That was, again, that was last Sunday. And then you work up to the game or throughout the week, go to work, Catch a game, throw a podcast out there, and uh, now we're back here for Sunday Sunday League the podcast. That's yeah, right. Oh yeah, man. Well, shit, I would just want to welcome both of you back. I mean, fuck, you're it, one visit away, Daniel, from right. being uh, in the Five Timers Club. There you go. And I, I don't think you we mentioned. Be, I don't think we mentioned it either. We're actually back also in the pop studio. I mean, kind of. That's is. true. We're you were yeah. We're more so more so or less. Yeah. Right. There you go. Uh, back in the pop studio. That's right, but it looks nice in here. Sunday you League know, HQ. It's not complete, of course. Yeah, uh, uh, as far as my week is concerned, I've been working a lot around the house because I've actually had some time because work is slowing down just enough to where I don't have to work an extra day a week. That boy, Bozki. You know, but um, yeah, I mean, put some baseboards in here and in the bedroom. We got uh, the, the recessed lighting. Got the ceiling all cleared up of popcorn. It's looking great. Uh, it's a little echoey. For, a little too echoey for me. You know, being the OCD, perfectionist, being the perfectionist OCD uh, slave that I am, <laughs> but uh, I mean, throughout my week, you know, just working and shit. But I realized like it was National Tequila Day, uh-huh. and it was also National Hot Dog Day. 
Mm. So apparently, like this National Hot Dog Day is like a thing thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like like any other like oh it's National Ice Cream Day so you eat right. some ice cream. It's like no like people talk about National Hot Dude, Dog Day. My wife at work has a calendar of that all the stuff of all the really? national days. So Dude. my wife will be coming home and be like, "Yo, like I brought nachos. It's National Nacho Day." <laughs> That's it's dope. like what? <laughs> it's like for real? Yeah, it's National Burrito Day. So therefore, we got to go get some burritos. <laughs> right, I'm it's for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just you know I'm just uh, waiting for uh, National Husband Massage Day. Oh, there you go. Nice. That's not gonna, um, that, that's I don't think that's, that's on the calendar. That's a sick. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's a sick plug right there. I like that plug. I mean bullshit. What's your guys' favorite tequila? Since we're talking tequila day. Uh, you want to go first? Ooh. I'll go first. I mean, Patron and Terramana come to mind, and just anything that's 100% pure agave. Okay. I can't deal with the cheap tequila from the what, store. That what's shit, cheap? What's cheap? Uh, I, I can't. I can't do. I can't do the Salsa tequila. Okay, Salsa. I sucks. can't do. I can't do Cuervo. I, I'm I've sorry. seen. I've seen Salsa at like five dollars a bottle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I can't do that. Yeah. No, it's got to be. It can't be expensive, but it, it can't be okay. less what's, than like twenty five bucks. That, that, that Clooney was it? Uh, Termana. No, 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 no. no. Casamigos. 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 Yeah, that one's good. I like that Casamigos. One. Yeah, is Termana, really good. Termana's the rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't any had that kind one. of pure tequila. Yeah, any pure tequila. Those are my favorites. Yeah. I mean, for me, I like the uh, shit. It's a Cristalino. Okay. The the Don Julio Cristalino. It's, Don Julio is good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an añejo, mm-hmm. so it's aged a little more. But it's mm-hmm. but it's it looks like a silver. It looks like water. You know, it's clear. Shit's sexy. Dude. I almost brought tequila <laughs> today. I almost brought a tequila Ooh, today. But you had to get the Kraken in. I had to get the Kraken. Release the Kraken. I just had to. <laughs> I know Bosi loves him some NHL. Yeah, obviously does. <laughs> you know what? Those motherfuckers can fight. <laughs> Yeah, you want to fight. Um, what's your guys' favorite hot dog? So, I mean, what I mean by that is like your favorite toppings on a hot dog. I, I want to talk about it because it's it, it's it sounds interesting. So, okay. I, Daniel, what, what what do you like on your hot dog? I'm man? not a like honestly, I'm not a huge hot dog person. But when I do go to the ballpark, I will get a hot dog there. But I just I if I'm at home, I usually and like say a family barbecue and it's like hamburgers and hot dogs. I always naturally go to the the hamburger part. But for a hot dog at the ballpark, I do. I don't know. People have mixed feelings about like was it ketchup on hot dogs like i'll go like yeah there's so many mixed feelings yeah, out there, I'll, I'll, and that's why it's interesting like i've seen people just like get honestly, angry at each other about honestly these i'll things. go like a little bit of ketchup more so mustard and then onions ketchup mustard onions yeah see i don't like onions just because i like oh yeah I, see i like I so like you onions. like the grilled onions or just raw onions i'd like the grilled but i will settle for the if it's just a regular raw ones then that's cool too uh, that's gross yeah okay yes. i can do anything but mustard Anything I, I but like mustard. mustard. I like mustard. I like mustard on lots. Of, I don't know. That's just a taste thing, I guess. But I, I enjoy mustard. I if know. I were to, if I were to build my ideal hot dog uh-huh. at a ball game, I'm putting mayo on it. Thank you, God. I'm not a mayo person, though. So you. you're, the, you're the first person that I've mm-hmm. seen has said because I like mayo on my mm-hmm. hot dog. Mayo, also. mayo goes on it first. In fact, <laughs> yes, it goes on the bun. It goes on the bun. You could even right? grill it mm-hmm. into the bun. Like I don't mind if it's in a mayo packet and I gotta like put a little line on it. Yes, I don't have to, have to I would it prefer. On there. I would prefer to smear it into the bun. But <laughs> if I don't have, if I can't do that, then all right, I'll just kind of line my name on there. So you're a smearer, huh? Yeah, I'll, I'll just yeah, I'll just write my name <laughs> exactly. in the bun though if I have to, <laughs> and then and then the ketchup. I'll put the ketchup on there. Okay, okay? and then I'll put some relish and some chopped up onions. And if there's jalapenos available, I will definitely throw what some jalapenos. What is jalapenos? Yeah, I was asking. I'm thing. sorry, you know, for for those Latinos out there, jalapenos. Ah, uh, yes. 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 straight over our heads. I do jalapenos every once in a while too. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> if that's, 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 that's more for me, uh, like a nacho thing. I put a bunch of jalapenos <clears throat> on my nachos. And if it's yeah. available, <clears throat> some avocado. 
avocado. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I learned quick, man. Yeah. I catch all quick. Boski, what's your ideal? Dude, what's your, Boski, what's your dream hot dog? I'm like hot. It's so like bacon wrapped with like mayo <laughs> and uh, cat, catsup. Wow, catsup. you're making me so hot catsup. right now. And like the the. The weenie has to be grilled. <laughs> <laughs> wow, tell me more. I, I need little slits in it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the bun. Okay, I already picked my winner. No. I'm going on a date with Boski. No, you picked your wiener. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, All but, right. I mean, you know, to be serious. For real. For, for, for Let's second. get straight to the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, like, I like a little butter on my bun. Grill butter? The, I, I grill the bun a little bit with some butter. And then I put a little, <clears throat> little bit of mayo on the right. inside of the bun. Very nice. Uh, preferably bacon wrapped, but it, ha- it does not have to be ba- bacon wrapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the weenie has to be grilled, not boiled, like like the old yeah the, the co the, yeah. the co what the co Coco Street Coco Street the old Coco Street they boil their hot dogs. Okay, that's gross. Imagine drinking hot hot dog water. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> It makes me gag just thinking about it. Um, That's not how I like my wieners. But yeah, just just uh, mayo and ketchup toppings. There you go. Mayo and okay. ketchup is straightforward. When you blend the two together, it's it's weird. I, I don't want to tell you how I eat the hot dogs. You're gonna look at me kind of weird. One bite, a little, little. You're gonna look at me a little crooked. One bite. No, I am not the barstool prez. No, that's uh, that's Rube over there. He he doesn't eat. He eats his hot dogs with no hands. He eats them sideways. Yeah, <laughs> he holds them with two hands. <laughs> he just goes up to the. He goes up to the snack he bar. He bites the middle first. One bite, whole. <laughs> Rube, I know you're better than that. All right, <laughs> clean it up, Rube. Uh, let's get into some fantasy baseball. Please, let's DH, go. you and I played each other this week. And two we of did. our personal fantasy leagues. Both of our fantasy leagues. One of them you are undefeated in. I which am undefeated. Is, and I will remain undefeated. Which is our World Pod Classic individual league. Yes. And, and uh, Rube's got his team. You got your team. I got my team. JP is in the league. The Razor is in the league. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Big Lou, Frank the Tank. Uh, we got Gammy up in there. Gammy's we got Javi. Shout Javi out Javi. up in there. Shout out Javi. Shout, shout out Javi. Just want to say, Javi, get well soon, brother. That's all. I hope you're feeling better, too. Uh, and and then we also got um, uh, Casey. Casey. Casey's uh, Casey's up in there too. And your boy and uh, we got Rube. Uh, the um, no, no, no. What's he called himself? The master. The captain. The captain. The master captain. Oh, that's no, big Rube. Captain. That's big Rube. We got little Rube, and that's big Rube. Little Rube and big Rube. Yeah. Shout out uh, Monday's uh, Monday's hangout. And then uh, who else we got in that league? Boski, we got. Did jo- I miss anybody? Uh, Ju- uh, Ju- Juan oh, my, my buddy. Uh, oh yeah, um, Juan Farlos. Yeah, Juan Jarlos. Juan Jarlos. Juan Jarlos. And that's, that's it. it. So uh, yeah, you and I went head to head in that league, and I was mm-hmm. trying to dethrone your ass and you from didn't. being undefeated. I did and you not. didn't because we are recording on Sunday evening when yeah. everything is done. All the games are over. All the games we just are over. It. Uh, Dh, sorry, bro, but I beat you uh, nine to five. Yep. I will go on to proceed my. Yeah, congratulations. Week. But I got you in the other league. 13 0 2. I got you in the other league. Which by, a, we won't, by a smidge. We won't go into details on the other No, nah, we won't go into details. <laughs> only that had Jose Abreu hit that home run, uh, we would have been tied. Yeah, I, I, I five inches too short. I heard he came close. In this case, inches did matter. <laughs> <laughs> but we got the World Pod Classic still in full effect, right, Boski? Indeed, we do. And you have taken over as a team manager. I did. Rightfully so. Sure. So continue with uh, <laughs> whoever is in first. I know Daniel. Daniel. I think I, think I still am. I think I, just... I dropped this one. This, this week was not a great week. Uh, really? I played take a pitch. 
offensively, my guys did not show up. I got swept in the offensive categories. Um, who's your Who's your uh, offensive stud right now? Because uh, I know a lot of offensive studs are. Like uh, quite a few people, in fact, are kind of injured. Like you I got will, Acuna's I, out. I will tell Bellinger you, has not been. Ooh, the same. your offensive stud is brutal, bro. Trout has been out. You don't have an offensive. I mean, stud. I have Adam Frazier. I have guys that you think would like have names. Like I have Story. I have uh, JT uh, Remuto. Adam Frazier was a good pickup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Walsh, All Star. You know, yep. he was on hot for a while. He's He's kind of hit a slump a little bit since the All-Star break. Now, is he somebody you drafted, or did you pick him up in free agency? No, I drafted him, but I drafted him... Smart man. 270th overall. There you go, smart man. There you go. So that was way back then. Um, What you need to do is drop Patrick Corbin. He's he's hot and cold, man. I didn't... Did I have Patrick Corbin? He's colder than hot. Yes, you do. Oh, I sure do. Yeah, he was one of those guys, like, sometimes when I'm I'm feeling it on a... I need starting pitching help. Like, I'll just pick up a guy that... Is that, starting that day that's that, that, pitch, yeah. that I like somebody that pitches against Arizona <laughs> or someone, like a, like for example like like today or last T- night. Tell us about Tuki. Yeah, uh, what, or or Tuki Tucson or whatever Tuki Tucson. Tuki Tucent. So same thing. Last night I'm like I need I want some more pitching you know stats. I see who's a probable starter. I see that he's going against the Phils. I'm just like you know what the Phils haven't been killing it. See what you needed to do was pick up. Probably eight relievers and eight closers because you lack. I have no really closers, bad. dude. I have no like. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I have all starters on my. Because uh, yeah, you're looking pretty good in the starter front, right? End. And it's just yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, especially you're, holds. That's yeah. the hard part. Trying to figure out who can do a hold or oh, whatever. Who's that eighth, seventh inning, inning guy? Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, but yeah. I mean, offensively, that's if, tough. I, man. If I can get at least some kind of offense production, I didn't get. I didn't get anything like throughout my starters today. Like for example, on Sunday, they went a combined six for thirty-four. So, you know, that's a whole whopping 100, uh, 176 average. That's mm. not going to do a whole lot. So nope. Brutal. So who you got next week? I got, I believe, I checked it earlier. I think I have uh, beers on the bench. Okay. And they're right behind me. So with this loss, uh, I think I'm still in first place. Cause it it I, makes it interesting. Yeah, you're definitely going to still be in first place. But it, I'm, it's <clears> going to be like maybe by like all, a game Although, game although view, view from the bleachers is right behind you, a game back. Yeah, and, and I think they might have tied. Let me see. View from the bleachers is going against Beers on the Bench, and they lost. Oh, they lost. So Beers on the Bench will get a game up on me, and so I'll be a half mm. game up on them uh, when it clicks over tomorrow. It sounds like, yes. it sounds so, like the, standings are pre- the standings are pretty close. The yeah. standings are fairly close. So just to run that, run through that real quick. Beer League, SoCal All Angels. Probably, you need to change that, uh, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sitting at the top of the Beer League. Nine, three, and two. View from the bleachers. Nine and five. Beers on the bench. Eight, five, and one. Real talk baseball. Eight and six. Take a pitch. Eight and six. Sacramento Bree Max dugout. I appreciate them still actually playing. Six, six, and two. Uh, mm. Is it seven oh five yet? Eight forty two. It is eight forty two. They we'll are six, we'll seven, get it one, and one day. One day. And uh, we are one and a half games back of them. Sunday league. The podcast or the pod squad. Excuse me. Uh, one and a half games back of them. It's gonna be. It's gonna remain the same because we lost this week. We're sitting at four, eight, and two. I blame Rube, and I blame Rube <laughs> also. And the Bush League, uh, Gone Bridge at the top. They are one game ahead with, uh, with a record of two, uh, ten, three, and one. Following them, Box Seat Banter, a game behind. Pesky Pole Podcast Nation, who we completely swept last week at fourteen and zero. What? 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 
Damn. Damn. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. Shout out both. I'm just kidding. Uh, Pesky yeah, Paul. Shout out both. <laughs> uh, uh, in third place at uh, 500 ball, 6'6 six, six, and 2. So I, it's fair to say that this is the weaker division. Deep Fryer in fourth place, 5'7 <laughs> and 2. He's four and a half games back. 3-0 take. Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes, 6 and 8. Uh, they're in sixth place. The the Yips podcast in seventh at three nine and two team some other day four and ten they have more wins and they're not anyways uh, that math doesn't work for me uh, team today four and ten the Steel podcast at the bottom of the barrel at three and eleven yeah so it seems like a lot of teams are kind of bunched up in the middle a yes. few outliers mm-hmm. so a few outliers a lot of a lot of um a lot of time left. a lot of time still left in the season to make some ground up let me see i looked it up earlier i think it's what uh let's go to schedule we have one, one two, two three, three four, four five six six weeks left six more weeks left before six the playoffs games. actually start right so i mean what do you guys make of some of the players that are kind of available in some of the leagues like i mean i know you still got <clears throat> Patrick Corbin. Yeah, he probably won't make it to the next star unless it's a good match. You know, I got... will say, hold on, let me stop you guys for a quick second. I'm looking at the at the players in our in our World Pod Classic. Somebody dropped a David Price. Is he a starter or is he? He is a starter currently. Right now he's four and zero with a three point three five ERA. I just might claim him. He's throwing against San Francisco on Thursday. Yeah, what about uh, Severino coming back uh, with the Yankees? <clears throat> is he somebody worth picking up? Mm, that's Ooh. tough. Yeah, that, I think that's a, I think that's a matchup thing where if they're playing like you said, if they're playing like the Arizona or the American League equivalent of Arizona. Depends on who they're playing. Yeah, they're playing the the Baltimore. Then heck yeah, Syndergaard and uh, Kluber coming back. Are, is yeah. Syndergaard coming? I didn't see that. Um, well, Syndergaard will be coming back sometime late August. So I don't that's know, man. I don't trust the, that Tommy John stuff, dude. Weeks, so I, I'm not a fan of Syndergaard. Uh, I I probably wouldn't pick him. Are you up. picking up Chris Hill? Do I have Chris Hill? Are you picking him up? Or is he available? I, I have. He's available. I have, no, he's not available in our league, no. No? Okay. Um, I will say, though, that somebody that is av- available, uh, looks like he's a rookie. I don't know what his uh, rookie status is, but Willie Peralta for the Detroit Tigers. He's a 3-2 and two record with a 2.56 ERA, but he did he did get, he gave up five runs in 5.2 innings uh, today, as a matter of fact, on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know, but something about the Tigers right now. They're hot. They're winning. Something about that and AJ Hinch. Uh, does it have to do with AJ Hinch or just definitely not maybe. the talent? I don't know. But either way, something about the Tigers right now smells pretty nice. Indeed, uh, another player that I kind of like. Um, <clears throat> he hasn't done too much lately, but Tyler Naquin for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, he's a two fifty hitter. He's average hitter, of course. Thirteen home <laughs> runs, fifty five RBIs, four stolen bases. Uh, not bad. Not bad. I, I'm into him. All right. You know. I'm, if, if I had to pick anybody up in an emergency, that's probably where I'm going in this league. If I had to pick up anybody up in an emergency, I am the wrong person to call. <laughs> and why is that? Probably because I won't answer the phone. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Miguel Sano, if you need some power, go for it. But his average, not so fun. Strikes out a lot as well. Other than that, man, I can't, I can't think of anybody else that's available. Bobby yeah. Witt Jr., if he ever gets called up. I think that'd be a good pickup. Brandon Belt, he's on the IL. He should be coming back hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. I like him. Mm, Very that's nice. it, man. Good stuff. How are Indeed. we doing uh, MLB-wise standings? I want to hear this because there's a lot of good stuff happening. For you. Yeah. And, and Boski. Oh, well, of course. Guys. I can, I can uh, I could take it or leave it. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, what do you mean? You can take it or leave it. Like, I ah. mean, you kind of have a chance. Uh, Major League Baseball standings, the yeah. Astros still on top in the West, of course. Yep. I mean, I thought they weren't going to be a playoff team. Well, yeah, the Astros are 7-3 and three in their last 10. Uh, they're being chased by the Oakland A's. Best but they're only they're, they're five and a half back. It's not looking good for the A's. Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Mariners took three or four from I, Oakland. I had a hot take. Well, was it last week or last week before? Week. Seattle Mariners making the playoffs. I already predicted they would. Game and a half back in the mm-hmm. wild card. I just don't know how far they'll get. I really don't think they'll get that far. It's crazy. Though. You look at their run differential, though. If you get yeah. hot at the right it's time, n- though. It's negative 52. That's not, <laughs> and it's it's like, not a good look. I don't know. It's crazy. It could be worse. It could I mean, be. when they lose, they lose. They lose. <laughs> yeah. But when they win, they're barely squeaking out. But they're, they are winning a lot of one-run ball games. Uh, it's part of their history. Uh, <laughs> they've done it a long time. But it, I just don't think this is the year that they go very far into the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe next year. But I do see them making the playoffs. They so. need a couple of arms. No, I think they need bats more than arms. Arms actually, arms aren't, I mean, aren't bad for for the Mariners like their bullpen is pretty stacked too mm-hmm. I think obviously being no hit what twice this season and almost three times that kind of speaks for itself like mm-hmm. if they get like a bat or a couple, <laughs> I think they mm-hmm. get a couple more bats you I think they'll be good I think they'll be I think they'll be uh, it'll be really interesting to see how that would go down with between them and Oakland because I think honestly that's that's who's probably going to come down to in that wild card mm-hmm. um, I don't know Yankees are just so hot and cold and they're the ones right behind Seattle in the wild card, but they've just been so hot and cold. Um, they play in a tough division. I mean, they have to deal with the, the Rays and Boston. Um, but yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Angels at 49-49, mm-hmm. 500, playing 500 ball? Yeah, I think, honestly, they'll, they found something with their pitching rotation. They have a lot of young arms. Uh, Jaime Barilla got called up uh, today, did really well, seven innings. Uh, Angels almost threw a no-hitter yesterday with uh, Patrick Sandoval, another young arm. I mean, these all these guys are... 25 and younger for the most part. So uh, I think they found something there. It's just that bullpen, man. That bullpen is is bad. They have, I think they, they they either lead the league or in the bottom five in inherited runners giving up kind of deal. So um, if somehow, some way they can fix that through the trade deadline, and I've said before, it's like trade deadline, you usually add a piece here or there. You don't rebuild a whole bullpen. And I think, honestly, they would need that to make a serious run to the playoffs, and I just don't see it there. I do think they'll finish above 500. I just don't think it's going to be enough to to make the playoffs. You know who's not playing 500 ball? The Texas Rangers. The yeah. worst, For me, the worst team in baseball because they've lost their last 12 games. They haven't mm-hmm. won a game since the All-Star break. So they what, suck. What was what was Baltimore was on a real so was Arizona was on a really bad streak Dude, for a while. Uh, Baltimore, they have a 347 win percentage, 34 and 64. At the bottom of the AL East and the uh, Diamondbacks, three oh seven is that's that's the worst team in baseball. Right let's uh, let's put a little wager on it right now, guys. All right, each one of us pick the worst, the team that's going to finish with the worst record in baseball. Boski, go. Diamondbacks, go. Right, I'll take I'll take Baltimore then. You're going. I'm going Pittsburgh. Ooh. Okay. They already traded Adam Frazier. We'll yeah, get into that later. But, okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. I like that. How about um, the East? How about the East, Boski? How are you feeling about them socks? And the, <laughs> I like the socks. I like them a lot. You like them socks? I like them. Yeah. I like, mm-hmm. I like, I like socks Even in pairs. the summertime? I like, I like socks in pairs because the Chicago White Sox and the Boston Red Sox are both at the top of their respective divisions. That's true. Yeah. Tampa Bay right behind them. The Yankees. What about the Yankees? Like, I mean, Boski, how was it? <laughs> how sweet was it? 
Dude, Tell me. The Yankees are watching fucking, them implode today. They're trash, bro. They're <laughs> trash. I don't even want to talk about the Yankees because they're that's how crappy they are. Like they're not even worth making fun of. They just I don't care about the Yankees. I I care more about my team winning than there you go. the team that I hate the most. Actually, well I don't. Do I hate the Yankees the most? That's debatable. Anyways, how are we feeling about Toronto? Toronto's uh, they're they're annoying. Yeah, they're forty nine and forty six right now. Mm-hmm. They got a plus eighty six run differential. So well, they hit they need pitchers. They need pitchers. I think. Yeah, they have a they have a higher run differential than the Red Sox, unfortunately. But the Red Sox do have the better record, and how, Chris Sale is looming. How crazy would it be if the Blue Jays traded for Max Scherzer? Mm. That's the thing, though. Too is like that's tough, man. That's, this time next week, they're nine and a half. Back. Everything could be kind of flipped around because mm-hmm. that's obviously going to be the after the trade deadline. So. You would you could have a guy like Serger on the move. You can have other like front end pitchers on the move and, yeah. and bats. And so, one team could like you said, Adam Frazier got traded to the Padres like four hours ago. That's going to help them obviously. Maybe they make a little bit more of a run. Uh, they don't finish in third place. Maybe the Dodgers finish in third place. You know, don't have to bring it back to the Dodgers. I'm not that guy. But um, <laughs> we were going to see how long we could go without saying that word. But honestly, it's like dude, there's going to be so much. So many things like there's so many Cubs like Kimbrel and and Rizzo and Brian and, and Brian and it's like there's so many guys on that that can change you know a, a, a pennant race or even like a wild card race. Yeah. It's gonna be really interesting to see how these teams form up this time uh, next week. Yeah, Central the, White Sox on top. I mean that was a given. That's right? a given, and that's that's how it's gonna play out. I, I think mean, so. although although Cleveland is a, a pitching factory, Cleveland, however, is also rumored to be in the market. For trading Jose Ramirez. Yes. He's <laughs> Are another. they really? <laughs> and for a team that doesn't have a ton of bats to begin with, I mean, I think but they've gotten no hit this year too. And I think another time they got pretty close, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So if they give up a bat, they're going to be struggling a little bit for you can pitch as, as well as you want, but if you can't score any runs, it's going to be uh, I mean, they, be they, hard. Yeah, they trade him. That's as close to waving a white flag for the season oh, as you can get. Yeah. Yeah. All right, hold up. Let me stop you guys for a second. So NL East, Mets, Phillies, Braves, uh, Nationals, Marlins, uh, NL Central, Brewers, Reds, St. Louis, Chicago, Pittsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, NL West, Giants, Dodgers, Padres, Rockies, Arizona. Okay, we went through the standings. Now, since we're talking about fucking Cleveland, <laughs> you know what they're more famously known for trading? What? Is their fucking team name. I just, <laughs> I have to get to it. I can't no more. I just okay. can't. All right. What about fact checks, Boski? I got. We're gonna get to the fact checks because okay. we're talking about the pitching factory, which is Cleveland, and then they trade everybody. Whatever. <laughs> Look at Boski. The Guard Indians of the Cleveland right? <laughs> what was that? The Guard Indians of the Cleveland I, I, I think that drink's <laughs> the, kicking the Cle- in. The Cleveland Whatever. Look at the Guardians. No. You're not you're not no. for the Guardians, Boski? No. Okay. All right, Danny, you and I were talking earlier this week, and we had some thoughts. But I, I, can you give me your thoughts on this, please? I mean, am I the only one that's like not a hundred percent against this? I'm not doing more research on it and why it got chosen. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not like, oh, that's so dumb. I can. They they came out and said why. So why my first it? reaction to when I saw it mm-hmm. was like, huh? Yeah. That was my reaction. <laughs> but then I started thinking. I started thinking. I was like, okay, I, I guess I could see it. But then Boski put it 
as best as anybody can put it. <laughs> he sent me the text message. He said, it's kind of like, you know, you copy your friend's homework, but you changed it a little bit. <laughs> it's exactly that. But I mean, like, it's kind of like they're copying their own homework, right? There you go. So you it's know? okay. They, they, they repurposed yeah. an assignment from like three years ago or something. And I like get that. it. I get it. I get I understand why. Because you know what? There we go. Fireworks. Nice. Fireworks. They probably, see, we probably, probably left roofs. Look it. Look it. Every time a firework goes off on this podcast, for whatever reason, fireworks are always going off <laughs> on this podcast. That just, the baseball gods are telling yeah. us. That you guys are right. You but go. you know what, though? Like, they always said they weren't going to change the name. Like, the team owner said they, were, they, were ne- they no. weren't going to change it no. until they felt the pressure to have to change it. Did you, but have you guys seen why or why they chose Guardians, what the purpose of that was? Yeah. Uh, don't they have yeah. a bunch of statues or some yeah, shit? Yeah, so, the, so uh, the new podcast pays homage to the Guardians of Traffic statues near Progressive Fields in Cleveland, located on the Hope Memorial Bridge. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it, it's like literally right across the street from the from the ballpark. And those statues have been there since the 30s. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you're a local, it makes sense for people like us that had no idea. I, until I researched, I had no idea what the heck those you know what that was until I looked it up. But I guess if you're trying to pay homage to something in the city, that makes sense. Um, I don't know what else you could have really picked, though. That's the thing. It's like there's so many names already out there taken. Well, they were going to originally go with the legal guardians. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't get but, permission. Yeah, it was, exactly. They didn't was, get the permission slip signed? <laughs> it was offensive to the illegal ones. Illegal ones. <laughs> <laughs> However, they did make a deal that in 18 years, they're going to have to change their team name to the conservators. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, do we have the little... Dun, 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 sh- I feel like uh, we're in a stand-up You know what? Uh, Betty is also on vacation. The, the firework goes off. The Asgardians <laughs> came in last. The Asgardians. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason why the Asgardians came in last is because the marketing team messed up and they put an extra S and it was called the Asgardians. Guardians. <laughs> that one was Tito's favorite. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's... What else you got? That was too, it. Too bad, Bauer <laughs> too bad Bauer doesn't pitch there anymore then, right? Oh! oh. <laughs> Very nice. Well... Yeah. For me, the Guardians are like a jockstrap because they can guard these oh! Oh! <laughs> Let's do some fact checks. I only got one for this week. Uh, uh, last week, I talked about uh, Vladdy signing with uh, the Jordan, Jordan brand. brand. Yeah. So uh, per Google, <laughs> per Google, baseball players that have been, that have had a contract with the Jumpman, with the Jumpman at some point in time, Vladdy Jr., Gary Sheffield, Andrew Jones, Carl Crawford, Jimmy Rollins, Aaron Hicks, why? Taiwan Walker, Dylan Batances, Dexter Fowler, David Price, Gio Gonzalez, Manny Machado, CeCe Sabathia, and the pioneer himself, Derek Jeter. I thought too, I thought I saw something Clint Frazier is part of. I could be wrong, but I thought I saw mm-hmm. his name pop up once or twice. I think I think he just he's into the uh, custom cleats. Okay. Yeah, cuz I knew CC was a big guy cuz he jo- always come out in different Jordans mm-hmm. on the mound. The he Jordan was. ones are very popular to use for customs. Right, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I knew CC, I knew some of those names, but some of the other ones I I, I had no clue. But it's nice to see Jumpman out there, man. Like that's kind of like the the, the pinnacle, the pinnacle of shoes in general, like Jordans. Like yeah, when did you get your first Jordans? Like I don't, you know, that's like a question yeah. people ask. You don't. When's your first time you got Nikes or Adidas? It's like well, what? When's the first time you got Jordans? I was in high school, I think. You think I, I, you were in high school? If you were in high school with Jordans, I mean, I I think you'd remember that. Well, no, no. See, I don't know if it was like, did I get them? Because I didn't. Like, I got like a obviously like a job when I was a senior in high school. So 
I don't remember if it was like, did I get them when I was still in school or I get them like that summer after when I got a little more money under, under my belt. So it's somewhere around there, like senior year, late senior year after, maybe after graduation, when I got that graduation, graduation money coming in and, and all that stuff. So it's somewhere around there for sure. Boski, did you ever get Jordan? I had one pair of Jordans at really? one point. I had one pair of Jordan cleats. They were all red. I didn't like how they felt, so I gave them away. Yeah. I gave I, I gave a pair of cleats away. How wow. about you, Boski? Look at yeah, Mr. Charity all of a sudden. Fucking donating last shit. Few weeks. I gave, him to, I gave him to my friend. You're so charitable, <laughs> Boski. So charitable. He didn't need them, but he wanted them. So I was like, here. I'm not gonna, I, I think I got them for like 10 bucks. Ten bucks. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then my, I had another pair of Jordans that I found at like a Nike outlet. They were I probably got them for like twenty five bucks or so. But yeah. but but my mom bought them for me. <laughs> <laughs> Later on in life, I used them a lot to work out in, and like they they held up. Dang. I did a lot All of like right. agility. Do you remember uh, Insanity Asylum? Or like insanity, like the workout, workout, the workout, yeah, yeah. They had they had one called Asylum, and and it was like more athletic based, and they had like a a speed ladder and shit like that. Okay, but yeah, that's when I had mine. Footwork, footwork. I never had Jordans. I never never had had Jordans Jordans ever in my life. The first pair of like expensive shoes that I ever bought was my senior year in high school. I bought Griffies, some Griffy Air Maxes. Do you still have them? I don't, but I do have these. What you, oh. got? What you got? Oh, those are dope. Air Max. Can with you describe the, them? The Can you describe the them for the listeners, please? These are the Griffey Air Max. I mm. think, I don't know what Air Max number they are, but <laughs> these are the Griffey uh, Junior, <laughs> Griffey Junior Air Maxes that they just released. They they released uh, a few other shoes. Yes, uh, I've seen them. Air Force, and they released the Air Force mm-hmm. ones and uh, Griffey's, and then uh, a couple other styles, but I got yeah. these ones. These they, are the first ones. They had. I um, I'll buy more. They had like a like a Griffey Junior and Griffey Senior uh, set of shoes. Yeah, like those ones were pretty dope. I don't I don't recall the brand. I, I think it's New Balance. I could be wrong. I thought they were Nikes. It's probably maybe they're Nikes. Nikes. I think. I yeah. mean, I think Griffey's still connected to Nikes yeah. at least a little bit. No, yeah, yeah. he's still got the swing. Well, he's a swing man. There's right, a jump right. man and the there's swing a swing man. man. Yeah. Yep. And that's yeah. the one thing too. Notice when I went up into Seattle, he's all over the place. He sure is. As far as like even. Players like you get there early enough, you see players warm up, and the Seattle guys all have uh, like the baseballism Griffey. You know, they ha- it came out with like a Griffey line not too long ago. Yeah, the Griffey line is dope. Yeah, it's cool. I got a shirt and I got a hat, and but you saw like almost every Seattle Mariners player with one of those shirts, like as they're warming up, like obviously like underneath the jersey and stuff like that. So yeah, he's all over the place on there. It was cool. Mm-hmm. The, the statue obviously that's in the front, and then uh, yeah, you look in there and it's. Griffey, it's 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 uh, Randy Johnson, it's Edgar, Edgar. it's you know it's it's cool. It's really it was really cool out there right. to, to to make a trip out into enemy territory, but not get stabbed. <laughs> so it's great. Well, it's, then yeah, it would welcome you. Then too. it wouldn't be enemy territory. Uh, just a quick shout out to the Sunday leagues that we used to play in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know DH. I understand that you recently played for I Father's did. Day. I played in a game mm-hmm. on Father's Day with the Razor himself. Yes, and um, I went three for five. Very nice. Although some will say I went four for five. However, the right fielder dropped it. It was uh, an error. An, uh, an official E-9. scoring. E-9. Official say, scoring issue. Could have went either way. I'll say three for five. But I did strike out <laughs> against Little Hurt. And we have that on video. We have that on video. Go Shout check. out Little Hurt. You got me on that one. Check out the Razor's Edge episode three. There you go. It's on there. Shameless plug. Uh, shameless plug indeed. But it's not my plug. It's the Razor's plug. plug. Yeah. yeah. So it's, therefore, it's not shameless uh, the old Fontana Baseball League, real quick. Shout out to the top three teams, top four teams: uh, the Sun Devils, five and zero; California Reds, five and zero; Upland Mets, four and one; and the IE Pride, well, just Pride, four and one. 
Well, you mentioned yeah. and you, you dropped that. a team name in there that reminded me that I had some facts checks for you, Boski. Oh, okay. Give you know, I've been out for a right. while. Mm-hmm. Stacking them up. Specifically, I've been out for one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. five, six, seven episodes. Have you been listening back? So I've, had, are... I've had some time to fact check y'all. Yeah, you're bored. On some stuff. So <laughs> I, I question your boredom. <laughs> so here for, for my fact checks, Go. episode 55, Russell Martin has not thrown seven innings. Uh-huh. Of uh, shutout ball, he has thrown four innings oh, of shutout that's ball. Rube. Okay. That was Rube right okay. there. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, going to keep a tally of this. He has, however, not given up any runs. So shout out to that. Shout out to that. Russell Martin, four innings of no run ball. Now, um, in that same episode, episode 55, you guys also said Todd Frazier. We were wondering whether he had won a World Series or not. He has not won a World Series. Okay. He is World Series less. Uh, you were talking about Mark Shepsinski. That's how you pronounce his name. Mark <laughs> Shepsinski. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The guy with the really long last yes. name. And it starts you, with a C and an R. No, it starts with an R and a C and a Z and another yeah, C and weird. an E and a W and an S. And whatever. Mark Shepsinski. <laughs> and SLTP. Freddie Sanchez. You guys were talking about Freddie Sanchez. Yes, he was traded in 2009 from Pittsburgh to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. However, he did not suck. After that trade, he helped them win the World Series in 2010. Was that Ruber Boski? That was you, Boski. You oh. said, oh, wasn't he traded from Pittsburgh and then he sucked? <laughs> no, he didn't suck. Sorry, you, well, he, he maybe hit, he didn't suck for a season. He hit 292 with seven homers, 47 RBIs in 2010. Oh, what about the rest however, of that? However, fact check that. in 2006, when he was with Pittsburgh, he did have a 200-hit season with 53 doubles. Mm-hmm. So therefore... To those standards, yes, maybe he did suck a little bit in San Francisco. <laughs> most players do have a contract that uh, allow them. Uh, I'm sorry, most players do have a contract that allow the team to void the contract if they uh, breach certain options. For example, the Marcelo Zuna thing. Yep. If it turns out that okay, he did okay, not, that, yeah. that he doesn't uphold major league standards, the team uh, can therefore okay. void his contract. Okay, that, that was a group thing. Okay, That's you were talking tally. about uh, the Boston player that was arrested also for domestic assault, and that was Stephen Wright. Knuckleballer for the Boston Red Sox. (laughs) Then you guys didn't have his name. However, he is back now in in minor league baseball (laughs) with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Throwing suckle balls. Episode 56, fact check you, Boski. Damn, that was all 55. (laughs) You correctly did pronounce it Ralph Lauren. I know. It is not Ralph Lauren. It is Ralph Lauren. Shout Ryan, out friends. Boozy, bougie, whatever. Shout out friends. Ryan and Zimmerman is still in the major leagues. Uh, Rube said that he was not. He is. Episode 57, the Birmingham Barons. They were a team that Michael Jordan played for. Double A team in Alabama. Still the double A team for the Chicago White Sox. Mm-hmm. They are playing in the Sunday leagues. Yes, they are. And you were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who are the <laughs> Birmingham Barons? What is this? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Double A team for the White Sox. Okay, fair enough. Sun Devils are the ASU, ASU. mascot, Arizona State University mm-hmm. mascot. Sun Devils not University of Arizona. They are the Wildcats. Uh, Bimel, Joe Bimel, Joe Bimel did have an issue where he cut his hand at a bar and admitted lying about it because he said he cut it at his uh, hotel, and therefore he had to admit the truth because a witness spoke to a news outlet about it and saw him cut his hand. Therefore, he was left off the 2006 NLDS roster. Wowzers. For the Dodgers. Ryan M. Spader is a legit writer, statistician, and analyst for MLB. And he says, quote, I deeply regret everything that I said. <laughs> Ryan, that's Ryan Master Spader. Got when, it. When he oh, yeah, I remember that. Rube, it's funny you bring that up. And I had such a, I'm like, Rube, We were just on. talking about that. Yeah. We were joking about that earlier. Because, yeah. like, I know people who report. I know, like, beat writers, reporters, whatever, through just, doing stupid shit mm-hmm. and I'm like I know like they don't put everything out there that they know because it's like you have to 
a hundred percent feel comfortable in it. Like, yeah, if you didn't know a hundred percent a week ago and something changes, then you'll put it out. If you don't hold on to it, you know, and like put it out there just because you you want to, you know, get more clicks or whatever. It's like, no, you you have a legit source or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that episode. Also in episode 57, uh, Boski said, Little League Baseball is not real. Fact check, Little League Baseball <laughs> is real <laughs> baseball. Real. <laughs> uh, just, some, just to name drop a few players that have played Little League World Series as well as Major League Baseball. Todd Frazier. Cody Bellinger, Corey and Colby Rosmus. Yes, Todd Frazier. Max Moroff, Andrew Stevenson, Guillermo Quiroz for Venezuela. <clears throat> Jason Veritek. Christian Bethencourt for Panama. Kevin Cash. Scott Kingery, Lloyd McLendon, Ruben Tejada for Panama, Michael Saunders for Canada, Jerickson Profar for Curacao, Jonathan Scope for Curacao, Yusmiro Petit for Venezuela, Michael Conforto, Jason Marquis, Randall Gritchick, so Lance Lynn. So not only is it Lynn, real in the States, it's real, it's real everywhere. Bell, Ken Hubs from Colton. Ken Hubs. Dan Wilson, Charlie Ken Hayes, Hubs. Jason Bay from Canada, Gary Sheffield, Book Powell, and... Jason Veritek. Episode 58, fact check. <laughs> ben Zobrist, yes, he is in some hot water with his family pastor, Byron Yon, who is supposedly <laughs> sleeping with his wife. Yeah. Yes, yeah. pastors are allowed to have sex, however, <laughs> only with their wives. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's burner phones involved. So, so, what, so what's the fact check? You guys were wondering whether it was a pastor or priest that, that are allowed have to have sex. sex. And pastors can have sex. With their, with their wives. Oh, well, Not yeah. someone else's wife. Priests <laughs> are supposed to live a life of celibacy. Episode 59, Fernando Tatis Jr. will be paid until 2034. Bobby Bonilla will be paid until 2035. Oh, okay. uh, cycles are frequent. You guys were wondering how often cycles happen. Players hit for cycles every year. In mm-hmm. fact, ever since 1984, with the exception of 2020. Episode 60, Shohei Otani is 27, not 24. In fact, born on July 5th, the same day as my wife and my brother. And same also... Day, got a pillow. Also, uh, <laughs> Lanolin... That's right. I do, also, ha- I do have Shohei pillows, yes. Lanolin nipple cream. It works very well for sore nipples, especially for breastfeeding mothers. Mm-hmm. Works best... I don't know what that fact check will throw, but okay. For breastfeeding mothers. No, yeah, we were talking about uh, ashy nipples. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Therefore, yes, you can <laughs> use... Lanolin nipple Because cream. my financial consultant friend uh, had an encounter with a <laughs> breastfeeding woman. Mm-hmm. Therefore, <laughs> yes. Right. There's your fact I check. I remember now. <laughs> I'll, add, I'll add some too from last week uh, podcast. Like I told him, I'm like, you guys want to talk about the draft? This, let me know. Uh, the draft usually happens in June. Mm-hmm. For the last for last year, it was supposed to be at uh, the College World Series. Obviously, yeah. 2020 happens. So that got delayed a lot. Uh, this year was at the draft. First time at the draft. Next year, mm-hmm. I think it's also going to be at the draft. But normally, it's in June. Not. I think. I think. I think. Group said like after the trade deadline or yeah, after some the shit. Yeah. Look at for me in my own defense. I'm speaking for myself. I typically don't give a shit about the draft. <laughs> you know, but like because this year they. Because this year, and we're doing a podcast now, a little, a little more. Uh, it's a little different, yeah, you know. So, so we got to we got touch on it at four, least. Forty rounds normally. Last year was only five because of the pandemic. This year only twenty. Uh, no word yet whether they're going to go back to forty. If they're going to expand it, maybe a little bit more. They well, they're going to need is. more minor league teams for that. That's which the we've thing. talked about. Yeah. Before. So <laughs> uh, yeah, usually it's a June draft, but now that they're trying to a get it after the College World Series because they had a weird situation where guys were are like. Pitchers were like expected to do like these interviews for their drafted team. I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, I gotta get out of here at three because I'm pitching a game today at the College World Series. Right. Contest. So, <laughs> so originally they're going to do it after the World Series, at uh, College World Series at 
in Omaha, but then again, like I said, 2020 happened this year. They did at the draft. Obviously, the, uh, the All-Star game, obviously after the All-Star or the College World Series, stuff like that. So. That's definitely a good move. DH, keep going. Nonetheless, Lansano is the number one <laughs> doctor recommended nipple cream. Seltzers. <laughs> in episode 61, seltzers may give you a hangover, but not due to sugar. Ruben says they are full of sugar. However, it, seltzers are commonly known to have, have less than two grams no sugar. of sugar. Yeah. Poor can. That is the point of the seltzer. And, and there Ru- is Ruben your is the text. nutritionist. Remember the uh, Mr. Gatorade and I got to keep myself high. <laughs> yeah, but he also did mention that his dream meal would be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with chocolate milk. Yeah, he sure did. He did mention that. <laughs> I mean, you know. Like, I looked at him like with my head sideways, you know, when you do the head, the head tilt. Dude, it's got protein. <laughs> it's got dairy. It's got vitamins. Carbs. Fuck here. <laughs> a little bit of everything. He's not yeah. wrong, but he's out of line. It's, like, it's, sure. like, it's like the pizza being like the food pyramid. You got your meats, you got your, you got your <laughs> oh, vegetables. Hey, the pizza your... is the ultimate food, hey, bro. Oh, don't get both started get me on started. that. Pizza. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm not gonna start because we got to keep going and we need a cup check. Let's, well, we're gonna run through some Bosky's before. Okay, real let's quick. go Bosky. Uh, real quick, Spencer Turnbull, Tommy John. He threw a no hitter earlier this season. Do we care? Nope, because he threw John's, it against the Mariners. Because, Tommy John is just. Almost like, hey, he has a sprained ankle at this point. It's it seems to happen. It's it going to happen. It seems like some, everyone's going to have one sooner or later. Eventually, you're going to have to change your timing belt. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, DH, you recently picked up Alex Reyes on your fantasy team. He set a new Major League Baseball record, passing Latroy Hawkins with 24 straight saves to begin his mm-hmm. career. I Man. did not recently pick him up. I've had him on my team. However... That whip of like a 1.4 almost was a sign that he was going to give it up eventually. Yeah. And he did. He blew up eventually and he, gave, and he broke that streak. Indeed. Uh, let's see. Lance Lynn extended his contract. Two years, $38 million. Did he deserve it? Yeah, good for yeah, him. He's, yeah, he's a good pitcher. Lance good pitcher. Lynn is a fucking stud. He throws only fastballs, whether they cut, tail, or go straight. And he also pitched in the Little League World Series. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Francisco Lindor. Is on the DL. He pulled a oblique. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that happen. His oblique hurts. Do we care? Ouch. You know, Mets are gonna met. The Mets are gonna, gonna met. Javier Baez is seeking a two hundred million dollar contract from the Cubs. Does he deserve it? Yes. Yeah. Why? Have you seen his two thousand eighteen stats? Have you? Yes. No, Javier Baez is dope. Yeah. I like. I'm if a Javier Baez fan. Yeah, he I like him. He's definitely still a 20, 2018 type of player. He hit over 290 with 30 homers, 20 stolen bases, 100 RBIs, 50 double, no, 40 something doubles. Uh, excellent defense up the middle, great hands. Uh, he's definitely somebody that's worth that type of money. I just don't know if you give it to him in four years or do you yeah. give it to him in six years or yeah. how is that going to work, work out? Yeah. Well, and then, too, if they trade all the other guys there, like we're talking about, like Rizzo and, and uh, Brian and all those guys, like who you got to. You have to build around somebody, and I guess he's the next best guy. Might as well invest into him. He's, he's, a, he's one of the top, and he's know, a shortstop. Top, yeah, he's currently hitting two forty-two with a two eighty-seven on base, seven sixty-nine OPS. He's got to work on that OB, OBP though. He, he's got to work on the OBP yeah, for mean. sure. Uh, I mean, he has twenty-two jacks. That's something. Sixty-four RBIs, thirteen stolen bases. So he's providing some fantasy value, at Absolutely. least to say the least. Um, unfortunately, in fantasy, the glove is not a thing. Right. Which sucks, because that is something that you can actually set if you and wanted especially to. especially, too, if you can <clears> do, As like, commissioner, you can actually set that. Like, well, if they make an error, if, like, a player makes well, an error, error, it's, like, like a negative. If you, can, you can do that. You can, it'd be great if you can use... I don't know if you can. Maybe you can't. But um, defensive run saved. 
Mm-hmm. You know, guy makes a great play in the in the alley and like cuts off a ball and saves a run that way or something. You know, something. Yeah. Something. Some, yeah. Just, even if that's only like a half a point and and like some some kind of fancy. I, I personally to, like guys that don't make errors. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Duh. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex Gordon. He threw out the first pitch yesterday. As a matter of fact, from left field. That was dope. That he was threw, cool. He threw and it was good too. Perfect. It was one good. hopper to Salvador. How about that, uh, <laughs> that uh, Coach Harbaugh for Baltimore, the Ravens? I have no yeah, idea. What we're first pitch about. as a football. Enlighten us, please. Oh, we just saw it today. Yeah, we on saw TV that down there. Did we? He threw a first pitch, but it was a football. It was a football. Was it really? How do you feel yeah. about that, Boski? A football um, on a baseball field. And he had a glove on. I mean, <laughs> I, I'll say this for for our second cro- uh, cross sport reference of the, of the episode. Uh, some some ball players warm up with a football, so yeah, I, okay. I accept. It's okay. okay. <laughs> Albert Pujols. Uh, he Twinkle, what? Twinkle Toes. Twinkle Toes is a... That's for the ghost. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, uh, we're going to skip Albert Pujols because I can't find my little fucking fact on him, but he's uh, he, passed he's Adri- he passed Adrian Beltre on uh, most players played, Dominican players, games played in MLB. Uh, I don't have the you number for that. that. So that's going to be like a very minor fact check for next week. Uh, softball. Guys, softball. Slow, yeah. s- slow pitch softball. It is the most played recreational sport in the United States. That's I can see awesome. that. That I can is see awesome. That because you don't need a whole lot. I mean, you're not. You're oh, not the, well, I like. I like where your head's well, at. No, I mean, tell you, me more. You're not dependent on a dude that can throw the ball overhand, get it over the plate, and with some kind of accuracy. Like you're lobbing mm. it in there, and then you just take daddy dude, hacks. Even I can pitch in those leagues. Exactly, and I have. You know <laughs> even I mean? Rube can pitch in yeah. those leagues. Wow. So it's even like even I, I can. I, pitch I, in I can understand, <laughs> and it helps too that there's like a co-ed. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Half the league to probably co-ed. co-ed. So it's like, when did the last time you seen a co-ed like Sunday league baseball? Yeah. Team. You know what I mean? So yeah. I can understand that. You know, do a little couples thing. Probably not as serious. And you know, that's cool. It's so popular that my wife even played slow pitch softball oh, with me, God. bro. There you go. See, uh, the only See, person I, actually, I think the only person in America that has never played slow pitch softball is this guy right here. <laughs> this guy Bosey over here. And he bets you five bucks. You cannot strike nah, him out. You know what? Even in slow pitch You could probably strike me out in, soft, in slow pitch <laughs> softball. The timing's all off. I'm just, just like, like, he's hacking. Dude, the, the ball's so slow. I'm like, I'm like Rowan Gardner or Garden Hoser. The fucking rookie of the year. He's like, the ball's coming so slow. I'm like, oh my God. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. And then he strikes out and he chucks his bat. Yeah, I toss it up. All right, guys, before we go into our cup check, Domingo Ayala. Test positive for excellence. Of course. Uh, Cup check. If a guy starts to swing, it should be a swing, in my opinion. I would just revamp the whole thing. And so you go the, the opposite way. Edge and say, <sighs> He's going to make me get up again. If the pitcher right. is fooling the hitter to the degree. I don't have a bat. Or the hitter starts. John, that wait, makes I'm, I'm standing. Easy. Wait, if, so how's this? Boom. Did I swing? Yep. I swung? <laughs> going like this? Don't do that. What does that do? <laughs> There's I no want. I want to see bitch. I want to. Say, oh, quality take. But you just said I swung. That's you can't do that. So uh, you just heard John Heyman's take on check swings and his little idea. Uh, DH, you're shaking your head. You're kind of. You look annoyed. What do you think? That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that, that is not gonna fly. That is. That is just not gonna. I don't even know why they wasted time putting that on air. We're definitely in agreement. John uh, Heyman is is. I, I, you just lost a lot of a lot of like brownie it, points. Isn't John Heyman the one that uh? 
uh, Scott Boris uses for like his. Yeah, he, he's known as like his like, his league. Like, oh, I have a source, and like we know who that source yeah. is. Yeah, Daniel, what do you think about this check swing? And it's and it's so funny too because like Brian Kenny, if you watch the video, and I'm sure it's all over social media, he's like, okay, now I have to get up. Now I have to get up. Now, have to, and it's just like so dumb. Like, you move two inches. Oh, that's a swing. It's like mm. people want to give crap to Major League Baseball for some of the uh, rule changes they're like experimenting with. If this ever gets to any form of baseball, whether it's the minor leagues, the you know independent league, I think it by far would be the worst rule change or rule you know trying of something like that out there because that was just it was funny. Like honestly, <laughs> I can't even be mad because it was so funny. I was like, he cannot be serious when he says that. I was just more I was more entertained than I was upset because it was like that. I think he was just being a troll. Maybe his old man troll. He's like, you know, I'm, yeah, I, I, I think I'm getting old. I'm just gonna have fun with my life. I need clicks. <laughs> I need clicks. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, but it's just like he definitely it, needs clicks. Um, so we just got back from our cup check to that ridiculous audio f- from John Heyman, <laughs> his stupid ass idea. Uh, but uh, what are you guys drinking? What 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 do we refill with? I got the same. Kraken. Yeah, go Kraken. Release the Kraken. Kraken. Daniel. Uh, I'm empty right now, but uh, you didn't grab nothing. I didn't grab nothing, man. I uh, it's been a long day. I'm that'll tired. Boy. No, that'll <laughs> smart man. You, you definitely played 18 holes of uh, golf, of, right? Of golf yeah. and then family yeah. birthday. Ha- and then happy have... birthday to your pops, right? Yep. And you got to work tomorrow. Yes, I do. Bro, you're a brave man being here right now. Honestly, want to hear something funny? Coming back from Seattle, flew in Monday to John Wayne. Left Seattle, plane took off around like 6:45. So obviously, you know what? You can figure it out backwards. What time I had to get there? Uh, went to work that half day. Uh, and didn't get off of work until 4.30, so it was pretty much a 12-hour day with a, a, th- a two-and-a-half-hour plane ride in the, <laughs> in the Dude, middle. That's, that's a lot. A I, I think I would have just not went to work. Dude, the funny part, I, I was honestly, I was, I, I was thinking about this calling in, but I'm like, crap, I, the time period where they give you the call in, I'm on the plane. Right. Mm. So it's like I couldn't do it if I, if I tried. So the, is there no cell phone reception in a plane? No, you're too high. There's no... There's no uh, Cell phone, at least not with T-Mobile. Phone. I've been too high to the point where I thought I had no cell phone reception. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wrong thing, right? No. There you go. Oh, you're talking about flying oh, in an airplane. Flying, oh. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gummies, I've had that too. Gummies, am I right? Am I right, yeah. Gummies? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tender Huggy Cuddles. Well, hey, let's get the not, show on the road then here because, uh, you know, of, of course, we're all dealing with some uh, deadlines here. What's up with that? Uh, <laughs> I guess. Look, man. What's Spe- up? <laughs> Speaking of deadlines, Verdugo got hit dead in the back That's with a right. baseball. That's what I was What's just up? about to say. Some What's savage up? ass, punk ass, coward ass Yankees fan threw a baseball at Verdugo. So just quick backstory: Verdugo threw a ball at a Red Sox fan at Yankee Stadium. Toss it to the fan to the Red Sox fan. Yankees fan intercepts the ball. Right. Was and that on camera? It was Did not they, on camera. Okay, because I didn't see that. Part yeah, this is this happened. is uh what was uh witness testimony. Witness testimony. Thank okay. you for that. Uh, so this Yankees fan that intercepted said ball, he was. Pr- it seems like he was pressured into throwing this ball back onto the field from yeah the, from where he was rumor. from left field. Mm-hmm. Yes, and word he thro- on the street. He, he throws the ball back, hits Verdugo straight in the back, and Verdugo naturally is going to get upset. Did he hit him on the line or did it bounce and then hit? Him? Hit him on the line. It hit him on the line. Hit him on the line. Deadline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, would you guys be upset? I mean, obviously, you look back and see what the hell happened, and you see the ball, and yeah, I mean, it could have hit him in the head. I'm surprised right? he didn't run into the damn stands well, and just dude, it's like, chase the dude. And they were like, oh, I didn't mean to hit him. I was like, you have all that space left and right of him, and then you hit the like literally the only thing within, you know, 
well, how 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 much space is between each outfielder? There's a ton of space where you could throw it either, you know either direction. It's like, but yet you hit the guy. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, dude, then make a better throw. Somebody signed the guy up. He's pretty fucking accurate. <laughs> did you see? Well, did you see how far back he was? Like, I mean, did yeah, he, he was. He did was, he throw it from closer? Nah, he was pretty far up. Well, or yeah. did, like, did he get closer, throw it, and then realize, oh shit, I hit him, and Run. then ran back to his seat? Oh, um, huh, I didn't think of that. Or did he throw it from where he was sitting? Mm-hmm. It, like, it, if he threw it from where he was sitting, that's a pretty deep throw. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you had to really put some oomph behind it to hit him. <laughs> some oomph. Um, I think he was pretty far. He was far back enough. You know, but he wasn't no garden hoser. Throwing Nonetheless, yeah. a, a ban for life. I'm just interested to see how they're gonna. A ban for life from 30 stadiums. Uh, I don't. Yeah, like you said, I don't. I don't see that happening. I actually, all happening. that means really is that they took his name down, and if that name pops up on a credit card or anything like that to buy tickets, I think it's a red flag. Other than that. You can go. You can totally go incognito to. Oh, a definitely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The only thing that they're, they're going to do is figure who you are out, and then, like, let's say, for example, he's if a somebody points holder, you out, yeah. Then, yeah, then you're done. Or if you know, if you bought those tickets, they can probably find that credit card you bought the ticket with. Yeah. Blacklist it, all that stuff. But yeah, hey, I'm going to a game tomorrow. Can you buy my ticket for me? Yeah, sure. Here you yeah. go. Here we'll exchange cash, and then what, walks in. What if he gets a new credit card? That's something too. Like, I'm sure like the name maybe, but, but what if he has a common name like Joe Schmo? Address. For me, it would... just for the credit card. I don't yeah. know. What if he moves? Well, then that's a lot of work to get back to a baseball game. <laughs> he, do you really think MLB is going to take the time and ever to... I don't know, but for me, that would be all it takes for me to legally change my name. There you go. Very I nice. mean, that would be yeah. the only thing. Like, for me, if you were to take away my right to go to a baseball game from life, like, that's that's all there is to my life besides <laughs> my wife and my family. But baseball, you take baseball away? Well, like close second. <laughs> <laughs> close second baseball. You take yeah. that away, like, I'm... I'm done. Like, just you know. <laughs> what if they found out he had MLB like TV and it's like, nope, we're taking that too. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's oh, you the got ultimate. MLB the show. Oh, uh, we take that, that too. Thank you, thank you. Taking that. Like that's it. That's all it would take, you know. But I don't know. I, I think yeah, you can totally go incognito. And who's to say ten years from now, like, are they really gonna remember his full list? Right. No. You know. So, so the uh, the video that that was taken from the stands. Where the fan was taken by security, like you couldn't really see his face. He just looked like a jabroni in some water yeah. shoes. Yeah, I can probably <laughs> tell he's like twenty years old. Or yeah, something. It, it, I say water shoes because it was raining that day. So you know, shout out to him for being smart. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> wearing water shoes in case it floods. <laughs> no, it was a bad rain. It was a rainy weekend in New yeah. York. All right. Uh, so he came was, prepared. Yeah, at Nationals <laughs> Park also last weekend. It was last Sunday, as a matter of fact, because we recorded on Saturday. Yeah. Of last week, but. That's why I'm recording on Sundays because I have OCD. But gunshots were fired at Nas- not at Nationals Park, but outside. right outside Nationals Park, and uh, fans started uh, getting scared, freaking out. They're freaking out. Car pulled up, said "woof woof." Car <laughs> next to him said "meow meow," and then it was and they on. started shooting. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, and too, you think about the 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 news that came out at All Star Weekend with you know the the. The rounds found with the long with the long range you know guns stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's like that's the first thing when I saw that happen. Like people up there, that, like I would think that if I was there. Yeah, and I wouldn't know if it's coming inside the park, outside the park, or what. But yeah, that had to be something 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 crazy to experience for sure. Yeah, I would imagine it's it's scary enough. You know, but you, it's kind of like you see one person running, and you're like, why is he why? running? Why, why is he running? Then, well, if you listen you to the audio, hear, it's you, it's you can hear it. Yeah, you just hear. Pop in the background but so apparently uh, this was like a bit of a drive-by it was non-related to the, the stadium baseball at all, yeah 
So uh, <clears throat> caught wind that it's a bit of a like like it's a ghetto ass street. I don't know if you guys have ever been like in an area where you you know you maybe hear something that sounds like gunshots and then just out in the distance somebody says you know somebody's shooting and then somebody hears that somebody's shooting and then it just kind of like the word trickles down like yeah, all of a sudden effect. it's like a game of telephone and it gets to you and every, yeah. and then somebody says it's a shooter and everybody just starts running yeah. like I, I was in a situation where you know somebody was shot something out in the distance mm-hmm. but then somebody said it was a gunshot and then somehow by the time it like the news got to us like somebody had said somebody's shooting somebody's shooting everybody took off running but I'm the type of person that's not going to run until I actually no, hear for something sure, yeah. right. if I'm hearing something actively going down okay like that's time to run but I don't know. Like at that time, it was right. it was a series of shots. Yeah. Right. Outside of the stadium, people freaked and they started running. Mm-hmm. But then you don't hear anything after that. Yeah. But after you know, even still, a few minutes after that, people are still like booking yeah. it. Well, people, because at pe- that point, you still don't know if it's inside, outside. And yeah. you, like I said, you listen to the audio. It's it, it was, it was very enough, close. Loud enough for the players who are walking into the dugout to turn around and, and try to figure out themselves what the heck's going on. Yeah. So I think so. Some of the well, go ahead. Dan, at that, I think at that point, just if you're not hearing shots, like I'm more afraid of being trampled on like freaking yeah. a stampede right on your face as <laughs> opposed face. to you know the gunshots but anyway yeah, yeah I, so uh shout out to uh fernando tatis jr and manny machado they went into the stands uh naturally they, they probably went for their families i'm pretty and, sure and they, the fans kind of just followed and they just brought everybody into like whoever they could into the, the dugout. dugout and uh seems like some fans did get into uh, the office, like the, the oh, did they really? Yeah, the the, the Nationals manager's office. Uh, Dave Martinez. probably they yeah. probably used it as an opportunity to kind of explore maybe a little the bit tunnels yeah. a bit. Well, yeah. since I'm here, and then That's they just... get caught by security, and they're just like, mm-hmm. "Oh, sorry, I was scared for my life." I, yeah, exactly. what did you call it? Dave Martinez's office. Daniel, what did you call it? When in Rome or something like yeah, that? Yeah, when in Rome. Yeah, uh, some shit. Uh, well, to move on to the next thing, the Oakland City Council uh, voted what was it six to one or something like that on a nine non-binding term sheet so yeah the whole thing about oakland Mm -hmm. it's it's a little weird because you know the the ruling of that meeting was that they were going to approve the ballpark you know in oakland right you know but oakland the 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 o the a's the ownership of the a's still they weren't happy with that well because it's part of it too that they were surprised with is that something about the funding yeah, the A's would have to all of a sudden now um, put more money towards like transportation and some other, um, whether it be public transportation or just you know a freeway exit tour to the ballpark. Like, they, there was something in there money wise that they weren't expecting to have to pay for that they put in like I guess last minute and they got voted approved. But they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa we didn't okay this. So like you said, it's non-binding. So it's non-binding. So you know the A's can still bounce. It's not. Yeah. But so, which kind of brings me, me being like the ducklehead that I am, like, like well, what the fuck is a non-binding term sheet, mm-hmm. right? So I looked it up, and it says uh, the non the the term sheet is non-binding as it reflects only the key and broad points between parties under which the investment will be made. It also acts as a template for the in-house or external legal terms to draft definitive agreements. The context and clauses of the term sheet vary from transaction to transaction. Basically, meaning the parties are not obligated to complete the transaction, but they are, however, obligated to negotiate in good faith. Well, I think here's the thing: it wasn't it, it wasn't exactly how the Oakland A's ownership drew it up. Exactly, but it was a resolution to keep them in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Yet it wasn't good enough for them, 
And I think rightfully so, maybe because the owners can probably get a sweeter deal by moving them away from Oakland. And I think that's probably the end game. I think for the is. owners. I yeah. think it is. is so, to so get this them is out of Oakland. So it's basically like this is our offer. Oakland says the Oakland A's say no thanks. Unless Oakland came up, unless that city council came up with a deal that they just absolutely could not refuse, Ooh, then they were the gonna Godfather. they were gonna get up and move regardless. Yeah, and that's I, how it sounds to me. I mean, this is a thing that's been going on for like the last what like like fifteen years, like trying to figure out upgrade the stadium or just put them in a new stadium, and the fact that they're like so hell-bent on putting the stadium on the riverfront, which makes a ton of sense because it, it would be really nice, but you look at where they're at now, there's so much room for them to build a new stadium because the Warriors left. They're in San Francisco right now, and obviously the Raiders are gone in Vegas, that they can easily you know, uh, tear down uh, the arena where the Warriors played and build a stadium right next door until it's ready and then move over, but they don't want to do that. They want to build a brand new stadium over down by the water and it's just like they're finding like little things that no it's cool but we don't like it there to where it's like like you said the end game they're probably gonna end up they in they probably vegas. just really don't want to be there yeah they're probably yeah. gonna end up in vegas and they probably think that their fans don't want to be there because me as a baseball fan if i had the choice of going to oakland or vegas which i assume this is where they're gonna go right i want to go to vegas i agree i could go watch a game and then i could go to a party well then after the two, I mean, you can't you, I mean, let's be honest. I've never been to Oakland, but it doesn't seem like the no. place to go party. Yeah, and it's because everyone stays in San Francisco when they exactly. do that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but it just seems like the fans have had so many opportunities to fill that stadium up because, I mean, they've been contenders, you know, for a while now. You know, you've had opportunities to show up and show your support. And from what I've seen and, and heard from people that have gone up there, the, the group that they have there are very loyal, very enthusiastic, like great fans, but just there's not... Enough. enough of them <laughs> right exactly it's like you hear the drums banging oh in yeah the and, they're, and they're great but it's just like <laughs> when that's only like two thousand of your fans it's like it doesn't, that doesn't that's help. probably why they brought the drums right, yeah to make it sound a lot better <laughs> it's but yeah, sound and louder go, and then you yeah. see vegas vegas puts a hockey team in there sell out every night we'll see how the raiders do i'm sure the raiders will do fine now they're going to open up the new stadium with fans this coming season but yeah i think vegas is a great opportunity vegas is a new hot spot for sports oh yeah and it's it growing is. Uh, population-wise, like everyone's like, well, it's a transient city because everyone comes mm-hmm. in, comes out, leaves. Uh, but if you ever drive into Vegas mm-hmm. recently, there's a ton of homes and a ton of apartments getting built up right before you get to the Strip. Yeah. There's and, and another thing, too, uh, relating to baseball, there's, there's so much baseball out there. There's there's a, a, a men's torn baseball tournament. There's youth tournaments. There's the AAA team that's out there. Yeah, uh, there's so much fucking baseball out there, dude. Like Harper played out there. Uh, the college, UNLV, and all that shit. There's so there's so much baseball out there. So much money. There's so much space that they could literally build whatever they fucking want out there. I'd be interested to see the numbers of how many people are leaving states like California California. and moving to states like Nevada and Vegas and the cities around Vegas. Like there's a city outside of Vegas that's called Buckeye. And you'll see it driving into Vegas there's from a, California. There's a Buckeye in Arizona as well, <laughs> going yeah. into spring training. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, not Nevada. You're right. It is. It is Arizona. Uh-huh. That is my on mistake. the spot fact. That yet. is my mistake. But there are brand new cities that okay. are popping up as you get into Vegas, and I'll fact check those names. But they're they're popping up with these new houses that are 
balling ass big houses, Ballin'. but half the price. Oh yeah, as what you would get out well, here. Well yeah, in I mean California is in general is, is crazy. You have a lot of people moving out to you know. And I think too when we you look at the bigger picture worth expansion. You know, you think Memphis, like Tennessee, like those, some of those cities are getting, you know, thrown out there, states are thrown out there because you are getting a lot of people from California or out that way for, you know, obviously uh, taxes are a lot cheaper and just cost of living is way cheaper. So, yeah, there's a lot of different cities, I think, that if you look back 20, 30 years, you never would have thought would have supported a professional baseball team or any professional team for that matter um, now are going to be like go-to spots for for expansion for baseball. Yeah. Yeah, and you need to look at the, you know, the crime rates in Oakland, how that shit continues to go up and Vegas looks a little bit more appealing. Indeed. When you look at those numbers. Indeed. But I, I I would expect Oakland to relocate. Hopefully after 2024. Hopefully they relocate to Vegas and we can make a trip. Or Portland. It could be Portland too. Portland They're talking about Portland. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad at Portland. Portland Oakland, nice. Portland, it's all the same to me. <laughs> It'd be uh, like the Indians do, and the Guardians. <laughs> exactly. Guardians. Do they remain the do they remain the A's, I the athletics? So. I think so. I mean, they were, they, were, they went from Philadelphia to Oakland and stayed the A's. I think there's too much history with all the World Series they've won. Mm. There's too many Hall of Fame players um, connected to the athletics, whether it's the Philadelphia athletics or the Oakland athletics, that, yeah, you, you keep it. And the elephant mascot works. Anyway. The athletic elephant? Yeah. That works <laughs> it's, such, it's such an it's, oxymoron. It is. It, I it love works that. so well for <laughs> baseball especially it's and perfect. the color. Just bring the, the Kelly color green scheme. jerseys. You bring the Kelly green the jerseys. Green, the Kelly green, the Kelly yellow. The Kelly greens are saucy as well. Yeah, rough. you have to keep I like them, the Kelly You have greens. to keep them as the athletic. I also yeah. like their like forest green. Like, it, yeah. like their dark green. I like that shit. Yeah. Um, Daniel, you mentioned uh, that cities are being cheap. You know who is being cheap? The Anaheim, Anaheim Angels. Oh, Marty. They are they're they're treating their uh, minor leaguers pretty bad. Well, here it's been going around. I mean, all... it, it's not just the Angels. Like, yeah, right, no, no, no. Fair. But you know fair. what though? Like we, you guys mentioned this in one of the episodes mm-hmm. a few a few weeks back. Yeah, we're talking about their meals about right? the Orioles. I think. Yeah, I think it was about the Orioles, mm-hmm. or it was about uh, who else? Uh, you guys were talking about um, you know the fire festival. The yeah. Picture. What team was that with those? I pictures think it was the Orioles, or I even see photos of. Uh, was it o- Oakland? No, it was the Padres. One of the Padres affiliates were in town to like play a different team. Well, anyways, I don't know if they just jacked up the booking or they didn't book enough rooms. But there's a like a video going around of like a like a good handful of players in a what looks like a ballroom, just all spread out trying to find a spot yeah. to lay down and stuff like in that. In other case, mm-hmm. the first team you guys talked about, somebody I think it was Rube that said it all teams do this and it's just gonna be bound to come out at some point. Right. And now the Angels Oh it was the A's are next. It was the A's. It was yeah. Oakland. You're right. It was, it was Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. It was all the teams are bound to come out with this what like, a same great time segue huh? same right? types That's of repercussions perfect. and it happens to be the Angels this right. time around. And, and and too like obviously there's players are now finally talking on the record and talking to some people that is the biggest thing about about the situation why players don't want to speak out because honestly if you're one of those guys that the team isn't owed you don't the team doesn't owe you any money and you're kind of like a fringe guy as it is like you can get cut real real quick and the team's yeah. not going to be paid paying you you know jack like okay here's your last check thank you very much see you later um so yeah so i think a lot of it is just players are scared to speak out and put their name on it more importantly um because of the fact that yeah i don't want to get cut like i'm in triple a i'm i'm close i I can feel it i'm a couple injuries away from being on that 40-man roster where that's where everything changes that's when you were part of the union that's when you are able to make the minimum of major league baseball which i think is between 400 and 500 thousand dollars 
So that's like when you're close, the last thing you want to do is, is, you know, make waves and possibly get, uh, get cut. And then now you have to kind of start all over again with a different organization. And then does that organ- other organizations blackball you and not even give you a shot, you know? So uh, the Angel stuff was very unfortunate to hear, especially when it's a team that you root for. But yeah, some of the stuff that I, I heard that wasn't in the story, just asking some of the minor leaguers that, like, I've talked to minor leaguers who are in the minor leagues right now with the Angels, guys that have been traded to different teams, but were in the Angels minor leagues or in the majors now. So, you know, simple stuff like going to um, the Arizona Fall League and just wanting some gear from your team that you're representing, that you're there to, to get better and be in the system for. And hopefully, like, you're not getting all these extra stuff when you walk in, you see guys from you know, the Cubs, or you're seeing guys from uh, the Phillies or the Mariners, and they're getting all this swag from their team that they represent and kind of saying thank you, and you don't get anything, you know, that, that's kind of frustrating. And just, yeah, you know, I don't know what the, what, what the solution is because, I mean, like I said, they're not covered by the union. Like, people will say, well, they should, you know, doesn't the union do things? Minor league baseball players are not covered by any union, and that's why it's real hard for them to um, stand up. Like, you almost have to go to a enterprise or a press enterprise like ESPN to get your story out there to make some kind of a change. Right. I mean, some of the players Mm -hmm. that put their name behind it are guys like Kieran Lovegrove. Yeah. That's a a dope ass name. Double A pitcher for the Rocket City Trash Trash Pandas. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) He said he is, quote, living with six other teammates in a three-bedroom apartment, sleeping on twin mattresses with one person sleeping in the kitchen. Yep. And two others in the living room. Oof. And then you have others like Shane Kelso, who really hits home because he played for the IE 66ers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Says, before retiring, he did retire due to the living conditions for players. Damn. Before retiring, said that four teammates had to bunk in a camper van in a trailer park while wow. others lived out of their cars. Something that... Baltimore Orioles minor league players were doing just a few weeks ago yeah. Yeah. because of the increasing rent cost. Yeah, I mean, you look at it too, and like 66ers, obviously, we've talked about California's expensive. That's why people are moving out. These players are given anywhere between 1000 to like $1,500 every two weeks, but guess what? That money also has to go to food. It also has yeah. to go to living situations. So like the, literally, the only way they can afford a, an apartment to live in is if they get nine guys and they just kind of like get in where you fit in, find a spot to lay down kind of yeah. deal. And I've heard the same story from from certain, you know, like I said, reach out to certain people that have either experienced it or, you know, quite honestly still in the middle of it. It's like, you know, uh, the overpopulation, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> nine guys yeah. in a two-bedroom unfurnished apartment. Like you hear about that stuff all the time. That's too much, man. That's that's a lot of That's a lot of stuff going on. And like... And they even said, too, the only time they've gotten, like, a solid meal post-game is when these major leaguers come down to rehab. And then, yeah, especially the major leaguers that have made a couple bucks, you know, take these guys out for dinner or get catered, you know, back to them. But otherwise, if it's just a normal day, a normal Wednesday game, you know, they'll have some food at the end of the game. But it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, if I take too much time signing for fans or taking pictures with fans, I get back in there. There's nothing left. And the fact that it's, like, they have to choose that, like get fed or hang out with fans and grow the sport and that it, way. And it might be just like in and out. 
Right. It might, it might just, and which is just a fucking cheeseburger. Right. You know, a quality cheeseburger, I might say, you know. Yeah, but, and, uh, and the same thing. One of the guys uh, I'm talking to is like, yeah, I have like $30 receipts from McDonald's for morning. Because like... $30 receipt? Yeah, I got $30 receipt from McDonald's. What breakfast. the hell did they buy? Probably, honestly, probably to make up for uh, last night and then uh, probably something else to, to hold them out throughout to the hold, day. For, for later. Yeah, They put exactly, it in the microwave right. and, you know, they exactly. got some... Hobby. You know what really pisses me off, though? Like, the major league clubs should... They got to take care of their troops, man. They like, do. yeah. Like... They got the recruits in training, basically, you know. And if you if you look at it from like 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 a high stress military academy or something like that, that's, that's what it is. Like that's all they're they're training all day to right. to, to perform to perform in the future. Like they're, they're working up to that. That's what they do. Like in boot camp, they feed their their recruits. You know, like you sign a they guy, that's them. your recruit. They house them. They feed them. Why can't major league clubs do that? This this is the most lucrative sport in the whole world. No, you're right. And you know, and it's, it's, it, it pisses me off, you know, and it makes me question, like, shit, like, had I ever gotten drafted, I probably would have hated it. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing, too. You talk about the draft. A lot of these guys that are coming out of college that are seniors, they don't have <sighs> leverage for, the, for, for their signing bonus. So, obviously, if you get drafted in the first couple rounds, you're, 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 you're pretty set, like, as far as their signing bonus. You're going to get, you know... Uh, Especially if you're like one one, you're gonna get a, a good signing bonus that you can live on while you're in the minor leagues. But if you start looking at guys past like the fourth or fifth round, you know if you're coming out of college, they might just give you okay, we'll give you fifty thousand dollars for a signing bonus. But guess what? That's gonna have to last you until you get called up to the majors, which mm-hmm. could be two or three years. So now you're kind of living paycheck to paycheck. But yeah, you have this fifty thousand dollar signing bonus. But like if you need a car to get to the stadium, you got to get a car. If you need it to get if you're from, you know, Wisconsin and you're playing in California, how are you going to get the car from point A to point B? You got to get it, either drive it out or get it, you know, shipped out. So, you know, I don't know if they can fix anything with that, but yeah, I definitely think at least the least they can do is house these guys. Like, yeah. So, so I, I was actually talking to my wife about all this shit and like her, she had a question about what is essentially the bonus baby. Do you, I don't know, but does the bonus baby take care of to care of everybody, like I don't know, I don't know how that works. I don't know if you have like a first round draft pick mm-hmm. in there. That's something I'd be or, interested or, to see. But I know, or are they out for themselves? Like, 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 no, hey, I just want to move up and I have fuck heard, everybody. I have heard stories like, you know, guy A, he was a second round draft pick, got a pretty good bonus. He he would take you know us out a little bit here and there. But it's it's kind of like one of those things where. I'm sure you have like friends you're really close to that you wouldn't mind taking care of on the team. Right. But there's probably also a good handful of guys that maybe you don't really know that well, you don't hang out that much. Or maybe they're jerks. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. like do you take care of your like three or four boys and then kind of make that divide in the locker room or keyword keyword is divide. Like right. uh, how do you do you to me it's like you either take care of everybody or you don't. And that's like like 30, you either you're either the good guy or the bad guy. That's like 30 guys. Exactly. So it's like yeah, that I, shouldn't fall on, on the bonus baby. Right, and I think that's the biggest thing. Or the 1-1. Like, one, one. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, too, is like, yeah, I got $5 million for signing, but you know, I also have to look out for myself as far as yeah. putting this away. I want to put a house. Like, I'm going to be in the minor leagues for you know three or four years, too. I want to make sure I'm comfortable. And you know maybe it is they let a guy or a friend or whatever live with them in an apartment that he can afford by himself. But, yeah, I just don't know if you, you necessarily have – you should put that kind of pressure on your number one draft pick as he comes in. But mm-hmm. also – He's no more draft pick, so if you're in the low levels, like A, low A, he's probably not going to be there that long, so do you want to depend on a guy that's going to, you know, not be there very long? I guess right. that's another option, too. DH, you got anything? 
I mean, yeah, to you add? know what? Just to me, it, it just sounds a lot like life in general. You know what I mean? Right. Like, mm-hmm. you start in the low-level leagues, like, you're going to get low-level pay. And you got to do the best that you can to stretch that out as much as possible. Like, for right. me, coming up, you know, making money and having my own place and having my own car and things like that, like, you got bills that add up. You better make sure that the money you make is going to cover that. And God knows that there have been times where I'm just like, I have no idea how the hell I'm going to make ends meet this paycheck. But you know what? I'm going to figure this shit out. Like, one way or another, it's not going to kill me. So some of these players, I think, have a little bit of a reality check in that sense, that maybe they've come from some uh, uh, privileged background where they've never had to experience something like this. But yet maybe, you know, mom and dad is kind of helping out a little bit here and there. But then you've also got some of those players that are coming from backgrounds where they've got nothing. And then they're coming up and making this kind of money, and it's the world to them. They're like, so they're oh gonna, my God. So they're going to yeah. make it last, and they're going to make it happen. And maybe for some of these guys living in a car mm-hmm. in California yeah. is probably you know, miles Luxury, yeah. better than where they came from. So, so to I guess them, it de- To them, $30 worth of McDonald's will last them all week. And for Boski, yeah. like Boski, you said this <laughs> once a long I'm, time ago, yeah. perspective is everything. Mm-hmm. Perspective is everything. So time, considering yeah. where you're coming from... You're going to make it what your perspective allows you to yeah. make it. So I think for some of these players, you know, it's a real gut check for them. It's a reality check that they've never had a struggle like this. And well, guess what? This is life, homie. Like, this yeah. is what life's about. Nobody's going to give you handouts. This is the career nobody's you chose. Gonna, yeah. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to feel bad for you. You're going to have to work your way up and work your way out of it. Yeah. Whereas some of these other guys, like, this is this is the life for them. Like, this is what they signed up for. Yeah. So... In, I guess all in all, what I'm trying to say is, yes, the the team should make a better effort probably to, to make the uncontrollable variables less in the player's control and more in the team's hands. That's really what I'm trying to get at, is the uncontrollables, get that out of the player's hands so they can focus on playing the game and getting better so they can be your next MLB which, superstar. Which is what the team... Should find them to do, which I, mean, I think they hired them for. Which I think it's for the dumbest, job. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing to do in the world is sign these guys that you're hoping to make an impact on your team down the line, but you're, yet you're not giving them the nutrition kind yeah. of that goes with it. You know, like oh, you're, you know, obviously there's the science and, and taking care of your body, food wise, and what you put in your body has like developed yeah. so much in the past, you know, five, ten years, but yet these minor league guys aren't benefiting from that. And it's like if you really want to win, like. I think we, I mean, we all seen teams, you know, do really well. That that foundation is built on homegrown guys. Exactly. You know, like yes, yeah, so you can go out there and buy a, a top end free agent pitcher or center fielder or whatever. But at the end of the day, when you look at teams that win a lot or just franchises that win consistently, you're always going to look at the top. You know, couple guys are going to be homegrown guys, and it's like, don't you want more of those guys? Don't you want more of those guys that came through your system to be? Um, you know, able to perform at the at a highest level, but you're not taking care of them until they're literally like right there. You could have missed out on so many teams, so many players that can help this team if you just took care of them when they were in low A or, or high A, or even you know even some of these stories I'm hearing are in triple A, where literally you are an injury away from calling this guy up, but if he's not physically ready because you're not taking care of him, then what good is he going to do? I think that's the frustrating part. It's like we're trying to help you out too as a team but you're not helping us out as as you know as we are minor leaguers like something yeah. like as easy as hey give us minimum wage like like yeah obviously working your way up completely agree with it 
but it's like at least give them what is owed as far as like minimum wage. Like it kind of sucks that these guys have to work second jobs. Like they can't mm-hmm. take they can't they can't work on their craft as much in the off season. I'm sure as GMs want because you got guys working at you know work driving a Lyft, driving an Uber, um, working at this place or that place, and that time could be spent at you know facilities. In the weight room. On, yeah, exactly. Working on stuff, mm-hmm. but no. Working on I have a to death make, grip, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they don't get paid during the off-season, so that three to four months when it's the off-season, they don't got anything coming in. That's what mm-hmm. really sucks about it, too. And I, I, mean, I think, you know, the truth of the matter is that they're spending less time focusing on those important things and more time on having to make extra money because th- there has been a complaint in the past that minor league players are making less than minimum wage. Oh, yeah, that's what and, it is right now. Yeah. And therefore, yeah, and therefore they are having to work those extra exactly. jobs they, to they, make up that extra money. They might make more money working at Mickey D's. That's true. Exactly. And that's why you got guys dropping out of pro base. Which they raise, they, uh, they raise their minimum wage to whatever. Yeah. I don't know what and it is, but too, if you're they definitely college, raised it. If you're a college graduate from you know, a local school, let's just say like USC, UCLA, and you get drafted a little bit later and your signing bonus isn't great and you're struggling, you don't have... You know, you're in one of those uh, apartments with nine other guys. You have and, a and fucking th- degree. Exactly. And, like, why? Like, I understand this is my dream, but it's like, do I really want to do this? Or do I want to take my degree that's in, you know, journalism or accounting or whatever and actually go make some money right now? It's like, after a while, I like I don't fault guys. Like, if you have that kind of a backup mm-hmm. and you're just tired of it yeah. and just, you don't see it like, getting Yo, I'm better. Out. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's wrap. I can call up uh, someone from the school I just graduated from and get into their alumni system and... Someone will hook me up with like an internship that's probably going to be making more than I am here at you know playing baseball. So yeah, it, it sucks too, and that could have been the next best pitcher, next best second baseman. But because he wasn't taken care of properly, you'll never know that. And that's why the Sunday leagues are so great. There you go. Exactly. Because you don't make your money on playing ball. No, <laughs> not at all. But um, you know, we we're talking about guys starving and shit, minor leaguers that are you know they're not that eating. have put in their time. Yeah, they're not eating. Right now, but at least in the California League, Mike Trout might be feeding a whole team. You know, <laughs> he might be providing them with a nice spread. There you go. You know, which for a day or two, which would be nice. Hopefully, it is in the Cal League, but uh, maybe he'll be part of the uh, the testing of the technology the MLB is implementing for uh, signs. So are you insinuating that mm-hmm. as Mike Trout is rehabbing from his injury right now in the low A level, low A, yes, Southern California it's, League, it's down the street, I mean down the highway, mm-hmm. yes, in that league where they may be testing future technology where yes. pitchers and catchers can communicate mm-hmm. electronically, they, they do they do Morse code on their watch. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, yeah, that is exactly what I'm talking mm, about. Tell me more. Well, uh, seems like MLB will be testing that technology in the Cal League. So you have like what, like an ear, uh, a headphone thing in the in the catcher's ear. It's like a ri- it's like a wrist thing. Okay. Like a wristband with buttons. Well, I mean that makes sense. Too, and an earpiece. And you ever of look? Sorts. If you ever look at them, uh, their signs. Obviously, they use a number sequence. So why not? I mean, if it's so digital, no one can see, it, and you just kind of look down on your wrist and be like, okay, there we go. Five. Beep. Yeah. Is this hackable? Anything's happening, no. but I don't think they're smart Why enough to figure it out. Right now, the technology is not hackable. Why not? Because it is built on the blockchain. What is that? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the blockchain? <laughs> I'm like, was that from Jurassic Park? No, blockchain <laughs> is the technology that Bitcoin is built upon. Oh, yeah. But um, Sounds but, hackable. 
No. Uh, the, <laughs> as far as I understand, the uh, the technology that they're using is not hackable because only two players are allowed to have the earpiece. That is the catcher and the pitcher. Yeah, good luck with that. And you, you there, is a, there is another earpiece available. However, is it, it is locked in a case, <laughs> and it is unable to be accessed by anybody that is not on that particular team. I have an earpiece that connects to my phone. I'm sure it's hackable, and you can't really see it. So if there's a center fielder or anybody. Instagram hacks that all the time because I'll be talking about stuff, and all of a sudden the ad will be popping up like next a- day. Instagram knows what you're thinking about, man. Exactly. So it's hackable. Instagram can hack it. <laughs> Indeed. So speaking of minor leaguers, uh, there's one minor leaguer in, pa- in particular that I'd love to punch in the face. <laughs> but uh, so for like five <laughs> seconds, he wasn't a minor leaguer. And then he decided to remain a minor leaguer. It hit a home run that next day. It hit a home run. The Yerminator Mitsubishi retired for five seconds. DH, what do you think about this fucking guy? Uh, you know, good for him, man. You know, he's standing up for himself. Good for him. I, I know you're going to take the positive route, so what, what do you got? <laughs> I, I, ha- I, you know, I had a Yermin moment. I had a Yermin moment. I stepped away from the pod, but now I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> well, not 15 seconds, but more like 15 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to cl- you gotta clear, turn on the mechanism. Clear the mechanism. Clear the mechanism. Mm-hmm. And it took him a day, and now he's back. <laughs> took him more like, like, realistically, it was like 17 hours. It was the so, next morning, yeah. Yeah. So, nonetheless, <laughs> he is back. He is he's a talented player that has a punchable-looking face. However... Very punchable. <laughs> I wouldn't... I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare because Yermin has been through a lot. You know, Yermin Mercedes has been through the minor. He spent how many years in the minor leagues? Like ten years in the minor years leagues? or yeah. so. Yeah, he's and, been working. And yeah, he he uh, started out this year with a bang, a eight for eight, mm-hmm. right? Then he sucked. And then, well, yeah, he struggled for a bit, but then he picked it up. And then after that, you know, it really, honestly, it was after that home run that he hit, the three zero home run <laughs> that he hit, that really. Gone under Tony LaRusso's saggy skin. <laughs> that is a fact that his skin is saggy, yes. Yes, yes. It really got under his skin, and that's really what set him off. And mm-hmm. and after that home run, he's really, really struggled. So would you say would you say that Tony LaRusso got in his head? I would probably say maybe that had a little bit to do with yeah, maybe his downfall. Is it, is it like a daddy issue thing? Just the fact maybe I I, I don't know. Because I, I don't know his daddy history. B- because as a professional professional baseball player that kind of thing shouldn't it shouldn't you. matter but you know what ever since that home run mm-hmm. his his yeah. numbers have been dramatically different oh yeah go check out my solo episode because uh, <laughs> i did point that out and uh i want to say that i was the first one to say that but maybe i'm wrong but it drew attention to him it did it drew attention to him mm-hmm. as a hitter and what he's about maybe yeah. you know his tendencies and so maybe it's caused uh, the pitchers it's, to adjust to him faster, quicker than it, it's safe to say that the league adjusted to him, and so, and maybe though. he's really just not as good as he, and maybe he hasn't adjusted as quickly as the league has. Therefore, they sent him down mm-hmm. to adjust and bring him back up. So now he's done. He's gone through a mental adjustment, mm-hmm. which has been evident in his social media posts. <laughs> Seventeen hours yeah. apart I, from each other. I, I'm looking at it. and I don't want to read it. It's pretty long. <laughs> and um, but you know what? He is a talented baseball player. His post said it's over, and then he deleted everything White Sox related. Mm-hmm. Why? What the? F- 
you know, I don't know. <sighs> Many people have gone through breakups and then yeah, change your mind the yeah, day this later. This is not the same thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes you get mad at your significant, significant other, other and then a few hours later you sleep on it and you're fine again. <laughs> and and things are great. Things are peachy. You know, <laughs> they're peachy. You you exercise the the long D of the law. And uh, <laughs> nice, and, uh, and things are great, you know. But uh, th- I think that's what happened uh, in this situation. His, I think they'll be fine. His his uh his comeback post had like a phoenix rising from the flames. I think he's been a little like and maybe he's being a little dramatic. extra. But you know what? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he had he had to he had to he had to clear that space. Get for this himself. guy out of my face, dude. <laughs> I you're Boski. You're, you're I, I, I hope he tears it up. Your Renator Mitsubishi DH used to drive Mitsubishi Eclipse. Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fuck your Mercedes. <laughs> I don't like the guy. His demeanor, it just his character. Broke. He would he would work really well in the Sunday leagues though. I'll tell oh, you that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. He definitely looks like he, a professional he, Sunday league. He's gonna all walk up and just laugh. Uh, well, we're getting we're approaching the end of our episode, right? We are. We're getting there. We've talked about the Cleveland uh, Cinder Guardians of the Cleveland actually the Cleveland as Guardians. The Cleveland as Guardians of whatever one S. <laughs> <laughs> nice way to circle back to that there you go good job you get an a but let's talk trade talk dick mountain has been traded guys do you guys know who dick mountain is no <laughs> you don't know who dick mountain is can't say that i do rich hill has been traded to the match rich, <laughs> rich uh, hill has been traded you're there right there you go the missing piece the missing piece. the missing piece uh he was traded for tommy hunter and a minor leaguer you know that's what they need shout shout out dick mountain Uh, what do you think who benefited more from that trade tampa bay or the don't don't trade with the rays that's like are are the rays are the rays getting rid of baggage or did the mets actually acquire oh the mets are gonna met and don't trade with the rays it's a perfect formula for disaster i know and i kind of think so too because i can't remember the last time the rays or oakland for that matter have lost out on a trade like where it's a no-brainer. Oh, they they gave up a guy on a guy like too soon. Like I don't know. We'll see what happens. But if you're gonna ask me what team is gonna benefit more, at least you'd say the Rays. Oh yeah, short term definitely. Like I don't know what these guys are gonna do minor league guys wise. Like they might be players in a couple years, but they're not gonna do anything for the team this year. And especially for the Mets that are, um, you know, supposed to be contending. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what's going on with them. So. Well, uh, Rich Hill did pitch today for the Mets. First start for his new team through five innings, five hits, three earned runs with two walks, but one strikeout. Rich Hill. Okay, and they won the game. I will tell you why. That's more important. <laughs> the Rays made out in this trade. Mm. Rich Hill is older than me. He's five years older than me. Mm. <laughs> He's 41. Get rid of the old and bring in the new. There you go. It's that simple. And it very well could end up being that simple at the Um, end of the season. Oh, it's definitely that. What um, else? What other trades happened? (laughs) Today, Adam Frazier was traded from the Pittsburgh Pirates to the San Diego Padres. That did happen today. Our boy, uh, Deep Fryer Javier, he was super excited in the the World Pod DM. So uh, shout out to him. But uh, Adam Frazier is the... Major League Baseball leader in hits. He is the hit, he is the hit leader in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Mariners wrapped for him too. Yeah, they another, were another another person that moved uh, to the Rays. Nelson Cruz. 
Nelson Cruz was probably the first one to go this big, week. The, the big, like, I think he was the first, honestly, the first big one. I mean, you could talk about, like, Jock Peterson. That was earlier. Jock Peterson to the mm-hmm. Braves. To the yeah. Braves. But I don't know if that necessarily is, like, a huge one. But, yeah. Well, I, I think they, for the Braves, They needed yes. an outfielder. Yeah, yes. but I think Nelson Cruz is going to actually make a pretty good... Well, he had a home run in his first game, yeah. so and and Rays uh, can have bullpen guys come out of nowhere. It seems like, and yeah. So the Rays traded a forty-one-year-old to get another forty-one-year-old from the Twins. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. old man goes to Florida to retire, guys. There you go. Yeah. So <laughs> shout out go. to the Boomstick. Uh, what do we think, uh, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez? Who's going? Who's staying? Uh, Bryant's going. Bryant's going. Yeah, I can. Rizzo. Rizzo's probably staying. I can see Rizzo Where, staying. Where's Bryant going? Ooh. Prediction. Well, I mean, I think who needs a bat? Oh man, send him to the Angels. No, for no. nothing. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, right. Anything. He definitely does not go NL Central. No, I don't. So think he definitely does. doesn't go Brewers. No. Um, if I anybody, I, I think I saw someone um, actually talk about the Sox, the Red Sox, but I'm not 100 percent sure. It's been tossed around a little bit, but not much. Yeah, so that's like a name I've been hearing, and then obviously. Uh, Kimbrel's been going to be another Cub that's going to be highly sought after, but I can see him going out this way to either the Astros or um, Oakland just because they need some more help in the back end. Yeah, I think Baez gets traded. Baez could go to somebody uh, like the Giants. Yeah. Uh, I've heard rumors of him going to Oakland. I don't know if Oakland will have the pieces to trade to. Mm -hmm. A $200 million player. But Joey Gallo also is on the trading block. Yeah. I don't think he goes anywhere. I don't, I don't think he goes. Yeah, they got to they got to rebuild. They got Kyle Gibson on the mound. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a stud. Joey Gallo, a rumor to go to the Yankees. I, I think I that think would happens. be. I think honestly, that would be the nail in the coffin for the Yankees. Just yeah, another power hitting, strikeout guy. Uh, prone guy to put in that lineup. Wait, isn't Gallo a lefty also? And yeah. Isn't that the issue with the Yankees? They're so left handed. No, they're right handed. Oh, they got they got the ju- they oh, got they're judge. right hand heavy. Yeah, they got, yeah, right-hand and, heavy, and, yeah. That, and that's the thing that everybody keeps saying about them is they the Yankees. The Yankees like they have a ballpark that's built for lefties, and they have a bunch of righties. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got Lemayhew, you got Gal- I mean uh, Stanton, you got Judge, judge. you mm-hmm. you got uh, Gary Sanchez. Yep. And your only real lefties, you got Gardner and Odor. Gardner. Odor. <laughs> so, oh, Odor hit a fucking thing today, by the way. Yeah, but Gallo <laughs> Gallo would be a nice piece as a lefty. However, he's just another clunky, strikeout, swinging type of home run hitter guy that yeah. does. I don't think he'll do anything for them. Uh, I, I, I did see something earlier, possibly Kim, Craig Kimbrell going to San Diego, reuniting. Kimbrell with the Padres. Um, would that feel so good? I don't know. You got Melanson already closing down games for the Padres, so he'd be a nice insurance Any team, let's be honest, any team would love to add a bullpen arm like that. So it's like, do we need him? No, everyone needs him, regardless of how good your bullpen is. I think Kimbrell's last couple seasons where he struggled are just anomalies because he is one of the best relief pitchers in the game. Yeah, and he kind of reincarnated because for maybe like a season and a half, he was just like, Atrocious. Yeah, it was bad. I, I I don't know what it could have been, but he's to me like he's got the stuff to be shut down. Oh yeah, he he definitely got it back for more years, how, many more years besides this year. Yeah, how Kimbrel got his groove back. Anything else on the trade block? Whit Merrifield rumored to go to Seattle. I think that would be an awesome move. Oh, you would love that. I would love the Mariners to get Whit Merrifield. He's, he's a, a hit guy. Gets he's on a, base. A, he gets a, hits. A stolen bad guy. Steals. Put him out on Great the top of the lineup. Guy, yeah. Right-handed bat for the Mariners, left-handed bats, plus it takes some pressure off of Jared Kalenic, uh, not having to hit leadoff. 
So I would love for the Mariners to get Whit Merrifield. I've always been a fan of Whit Merrifield. But we'll see where he goes. Yeah. He, uh, he's a great baseman. fantasy guy. He's one of the yeah. guys that I always kind of like look for. Like, I hope he's still available, and then I always miss out. Second baseman, <laughs> outfielder for the Royals. I think if the Mariners give up any uh, minor league talent, they might have to give up their uh, minor league shortstop, Noel V. Marte. But they would hold on to Julio Rodriguez, and they would hold on to at least two of their top three minor league arms, which would be George Kirby, Emerson Hancock, and some other guy. I forgot his name. Hancock. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, Whit Merrifield. Anybody else that's out on the tra- Oh, Max Scherzer. Max, Max Scherzer, Scherzer. He's rumored move? to go just about anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere yeah. everywhere, it seems like. Yeah. Dodgers might go after him. Yeah. I think actually, the funny part is, too, going into the season, you think Dodgers would have been good on depth, pitching wise, starting pitching wise, but between injuries, court cases, and BDSM. <laughs> yeah, they, they, just, they, uh, they're struggling a little bit there. <laughs> if only Christian Gray wasn't pitching for them. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Uh, I mean, trade rumors wise, that's about all I got. Yep. How you guys? Uh, to, before we close it out, how you guys felt feel about the all woman broadcast? I think on, that was great on, on the YouTube's. Yep. I think that was great. The ladies got a good thing going on. Yeah. Good for them. Let it let it happen more frequently. That would be nice. So it was on uh, about five days ago. Mm-hmm. It was Sarah Langs. She's with MLB.com, mm-hmm. formerly with ESPN. She's a stat nerd. She's a stutter. Yeah, Alana Rizzo, former yep. uh, Dodger. Dodgers announcer. Mm-hmm. Heidi, all about that. Heidi Watney. You don't. I don't. Watney. I don't know. Heidi Watney's on MLB. Oh, okay, she's on MLB. MLB Lauren Gardner. Uh, that's she a new. That she's new to me. And Melanie Newman. You know, I'm surprised Jessica Mendoza wasn't part of that crew. You would but think they, they're all. It sounds like they're all. Um, MLB people are at yeah. some point. So, yeah, that's yeah, probably why, because she's yeah, not that, that's usually ESPN. Yeah. That's usually an MLB stream on YouTube, yeah, exactly, the, game yeah. of the, the Wednesday or Thursday game of the week. Uh, I would like to see this last longer, only because I compare it to... Do you remember when that, that girl in the in college football, like, like she was a kicker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, she literally did, like, the most wackest kick of all time, and then we never heard of it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, like, hopefully it... This doesn't end up being that. Oh, right. Because I, as a baseball person and lover of the game, I would hate to see that. Like, like a it, one and done because we did it. We, one and done and, like, we're just doing it to save face. Like, then it's just like, all right, like, come on. Come on, MLB. Like, now you're contradicting yourself. Yeah, I mean, if, and if, obviously, if they know what they're talking about and they're good at it, like, there's no reason why they shouldn't have more... Um, opportunities at the mic and at, you know, in-game stuff like that. It's like, if it works, it works. If they know what they're talking about and they're good at it, then it shouldn't matter. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's cool to see that and, and have a kind of a historical thing connected to it. But, yeah, it's definitely something that needs to be, almost like it needs to be something that happens so often that it doesn't make news anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and it's that, some, that, That's like the biggest goal. And it's something that shouldn't make news, and that's what bothers me about it. You just don't want it to be a PR stunt? Yeah. And I feel like it might be a PR stunt. And, and I'll be honest, like, I kind of tried to tune into the game. My wife did it with me. We were just kind of like, eh. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all about the action on the field. And then yeah, when see, the like, announcers kick in some knowledge that I didn't yeah. really know before, then they did their job. Right. And, and I'm like, sure they did that job. And then with, yeah. especially with the Angels, too. I mean, they made a, they made a change middle of the season with their announcer, uh, their uh, play-by-play guy. And it's like, okay, to me, it didn't really matter. Like, obviously, I'm watching Vascursion? the game. Vascursion? No, Matty V's still there. Don Sutton is gone. It, it, Vasquez is mm. funny, dude. Like, yeah, so like it's he, cool. He's funny because like whenever Otani like picks his nose, he's like, 
Oh my god, he picked his nose. That's a big one. He's definitely digging for gold. It's like this fucking guy. Like, he gets he gets hyped down. and he gets like a really high voice. Yeah, and there and then there was a meme where like same shit, but it was with Fernando Tatis, but it was a meme on Instagram. She was hilarious. Oh yeah. So who are, who are the announcers for the Red Sox? I know Dennis Eckersley's Dennis on there Eckersley every once is in a while. And gold. he says he's some gold. wicked shit on on their on their uh, broadcast. I sometimes. love the word you used, wicked. wicked. That is perfect. Wicked hot. Wicked hot. He uh, says some wicked shit. He says some wicked shit, man. Like he, he'll talk shit, bro, and he don't care with his orange tan. Like he's a savage, bro. Yeah. He's a savage in the booth. Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. He's savage in the booth. Angel's got a good thing with Vasquezian on there. Yeah, he mm-hmm. needs to be around more often. He's getting better, but it's like. But he also does ESPN. That's what I'm saying. Night. He needs to be there more often. That's why they have to have a, another option. Um, I forgot the new guy's name, but he used to be with the with the Marlins uh, for a little bit, and then like basketball with TNT and stuff like that. So uh, Matty V is definitely probably the better one of the two that I enjoy. I didn't not like Sutton. I thought Sutton was cool too, but um, yeah, it just sucks that Matty V. Like obviously we were listening yeah. to him today watching the Sunday night game for ESPN, then you just know, like, he ain't going to work Sundays. He's probably not going to work Saturdays. And you kind of have to find a, a telecast maybe twice a week where he's actually with the Angels three times a week maybe. So yeah. not as much as you would want. But, yeah, he still does a good job when he's there. Yeah. My, my, my favorite announcers are the ones that were former MLB players because, like, they, they give you the insight, like, the real insight. Like, and, and sometimes they hold back depending on who they are. But, like, like, like Eckersley doesn't hold back. Mm-hmm. Um, his partner um, – Jerry Remy doesn't hold back. He's an older Red Sox player. Uh, and then they're, they're with their um, their color guy, which is uh, Dave O'Brien. And he's a little little more dull. So it's yeah. a good balance. Yeah. He, he's kind of like the dad joke guy. And then you got mm-hmm. these two, like, like, drunk, like kids. drunk uncles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, man. It, it, it's a good balance. But um, they did get rid of well, the Red Sox ended up parting ways with Don Orsillo, who's now with the Padres. And he's pretty good. But he's like Vascursion with Otani as far as Tatis is concerned. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Ah, it's just a pop-up and shit. And <laughs> so it's interesting. Like Announcers, I, I can only speak for, for probably the Padres announcers because I do catch their games every now and again and the Red Sox. So Right. There I go. Yeah, so well, other than that, man, um, to close it out, Field of Dreams game. That's coming up in com- August. Coming up August 12th. Yeah, uh, they're Yank- not playing on the actual field. No, it's right across from it though. Yeah, yeah, like same property. Just there's like what the big old maze in the middle of it with the MLB logo and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so people will show up to the movie site, walk through the cornfield, through the maze, through the to maze. get to the stadium. What if they get lost in the maze? That's your own fault. That is your own fault. Don't that be is dumb. your own fault. August twelfth, Yankees, White Sox. I'm sure that's going to be on ESPN. The Sunday game. Night. The tickets are only offered to Iowa residents. Oh, that's really? Cool. That's cool. That is true. They oh, are only shit. offered to Iowa Iowa residents. See, good. there is a particular yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to register for priority VIP registration, right. and then they email you uh-huh. and give you the opportunity to purchase up to. Two tickets. Yeah. Okay. Up it's, two, two tickets. It's not a big venue seating. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not very it's big It's a small minor league facility from yeah. what it looks like. Which is so, actually dope. Like, yeah. I, I like that. It's kind of like the Little League game or whatever. That's not real, remember? It's not real. It's like that fake game <laughs> that they have. You're right. Thank you for that. Thank you. Appreciate it. It'll be White Sox and Yankees. Yep. August 12th. White Sox were the uh, the actual team part of like part of that the, field of yeah, Joe. Jackson, yeah, the Black Sox. Era. Yeah, the Black Sox. And then the yeah. Yankees were uh, Kevin Costner's dad's favorite team in the movie. There mm-hmm. you go. That was his favorite team. So therefore, Yankees, White Sox. So like Rube said last week, we're going to need 
James Earl Jones, also known as Darth Vader, also known as Mufasa, to announce. And the dad the from taking, uh, coming to America. Fact check. James, yes. James Earl Jones was only Darth Vader's voice. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. No, you said Darth Vader. It was Darth Vader's boy. I said it last You didn't last say week. voice. You just I said, said it Darth last Vader. week. Darth Vader was a really tall guy who had beef with Star Wars. Remember yes. who Darth Vader's <laughs> voice is. Uh, that's all I got, guys. All right. That's about it. That was beautiful. Uh, so uh, coming up, we got episode number uh, 63 next week. Check this is episode 62, the record-breaking yeah. home run by Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Wait, who broke the record first? McGuire. McGuire, huh? McGuire yeah. McGuire, and he, he almost... that line drive home run? He almost didn't touch first base. He almost yep, didn't touch first base. Yep, he skipped over. He's like, oh, crap, go back. Damn world. It all, and it, it was just like it was yesterday. Yeah. It was craziness. And I don't remember Sammy Sosa's 62nd home run. No one remembers the second. Because he didn't break the record. No one, Nobody no remember. one remembers the second. That's, that's a good point right there. Nobody yep. remembers second place. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> <laughs> so next week episode uh 63 go check out some youtube shit go buy some shit in the store we got to update that hopefully soon um <clears throat> uh, know who you are if you're listening you know who you are if you're listening go check out the all angels podcast and halo haven on the ig yes, go sir. check out sunday league the pod or sunday league podcast on ig uh twitter don't use it don't even bother <laughs> uh that's about it fellas don't forget your five bucks and your umpire feet. You know, when I played Sunday League Ball with Razor, I forgot my five bucks. Wow. Whoa, On Father's Day. The wow. truth you comes be, out. I, really, you, I appreciate that you're admitting to, to the truth. I got to this field early, and, and like, oh, I was shit. like one of the first ones there. And then once the game was over, I realized I forgot my five did bucks. You, did you say, oh, shit? I did. I was like, Ramon, bro. Help me out. I forgot my five bucks. Damn. <laughs> He's all, it's all good, dog. I got you. <laughs> so shout out, Razor. Thank you, shout sir. Shout out, Razor. Go check out his blog, The Razor's Edge. Episode that 4 boy. is up. It is. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get the fuck out of here. Peace. Peace out. Later. Bye, bud.